This is RPG Cast episode 102 for the week of October 24th, a hat for practical use. This week, Chris violates the terms of usage for his hat, Dungeons and Dragons gets the best port ever, and Michael has a baby? Hey everybody, welcome to RPG Cast Weekly. This is Chris Privetier. I'm gathered around with my panel of panelists and awesomeness. I've got, well, what, uh, who, who, I guess everyone's kind of associated with the same site this week, um, as usual, I suppose. I've got uh, Mr. Emmanuel Marino. Uh, hello, Alex. Oh, I'm sorry, wrong show. <laughs> wrong show. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Good thing I didn't say hi, Leo. Uh, <laughs> what do you do over at RP Gamer? Um, I'm working on a nice new Currents column with uh, some great, some great an editorial on PSN and some great stuff about uh, Insomniac Newsday. Uh, should be going up tomorrow, so I'm pipping myself. So, so Currents, that's, that. a, that's about um, ocean tide migration and that sort of stuff? Or? Yeah, honestly, uh, my coastal... No, I'm just done. No, not really? Okay. <laughs> We've got Anna Marie Newfeld, reviewer for RPGamer.com. Good morning, everybody. And of course, new to the show, so I guess not of course, but uh, (laughs) last but not least, I guess would be a better way to say it, Mr. JC Servant, a.k.a. Philip Willis. Howdy. He's another reviewer for the site, unless I'm forgetting something else. No. Sometimes I get these people on and I forget what they do and then they get mad at me later. You know, sometimes, I forget, sometimes I forget what I do, and Matt gets mad at me later. I see. <laughs> An interesting fact about Willis, I mean Phil, excuse me, I, don't, I shouldn't say it by your last name, is uh, that he's from Alaska. Mm. Feels nice. like Alaska in about two more months here. <laughs> he's yeah. really from Utah. He really would. <laughs> it's uh, bloody cold here in December. <laughs> so I, I got to share with you guys one thing that uh, – we got some feedback from uh, a previous show, <laughs> and well, apparently we broke one of our listeners' iPods. <laughs> uh, member called The Madness writes in and says, well, I downloaded the podcast file and was just about to listen on my computer, but by chance I was given a task to do outside. He capitalized task, so I'm assuming that came from a parent. Uh, so I hooked up my MP3 player to the computer, took out a few files to make space. It was full. And then moved the cast. I like how he calls RPGs cast the cast. I, I appreciate that. That's That makes me feel good. <laughs> Into the player. Notice I didn't stop to actually check how massive, and he, he all caps massive, because apparently it's really massive, the file was, nor stopped to make sure there was enough space before putting the file in the player. So I go out to do my task and listen to the cast while I do so and find that my player will turn on, but it won't go past the little startup loading screen. Returning inside it also won't connect to my computer anymore so after figuring out what i did wrong i have no way of fixing it that i can think of so i swallowed my sadness and listened to the cast on my computer while playing front mission 4 oh <laughs> i am so sorry the madness it was definitely not my intention when doing this show to break people's ipods um i don't know we, what we the heck to... happened hey at we least just played that on four I don't know how a long a long podcast or long mp3 file can break an mp3 player it makes no sense what a crappy MP3 player, but... You must have been a Windows machine. Not sure. You guys see in the... Uh, if you like, uh, if you want to listen to our show live, you can come every week to rpgamer.com slash live, and um, we're streaming live at uh, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Um, people in the chat room right now can see. I just got my uh, my reward from Club Nintendo. 
I don't know if any of you guys got it. I'm wearing it on my head. It's a nice Mario hat. Check that out, right? Can you guys see it? You can't see it. Nobody I'm still cares. waiting for mine. You're I'll still waiting for right mine? Now. Oh, yeah, I got mine. Um, let me let me read to you a little bit of the care instructions that came with the Mario hat. You've got to hear this. This, <laughs> this item was designed to replicate the shape of Mario's hat and was created specifically for Club Nintendo Platinum members. Please be aware that this item is not designed to function as a hat for practical <laughs> use. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> a hat for practical use. That, that's actually a good show title. I might I might use it. a hat for practical use. Please enjoy this item as an interior accessory. <laughs> what does that mean? Put it on your wall? A fun item while taking pictures or to add to your collection of Mario-related items. So you're taking pictures with it but not using it as a hat for practical purposes. Does that mean you put it on your butt and take a picture? What does that mean? It means you finally go out and buy a DSi. <laughs> and put it on that? Use it as a case for the DSi? I, it means if you wear it on your head for too long in the sun, especially, it's going to start falling apart or something. Maybe maybe get a disease and all you can say is, woohoo, all the time or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it's it. It's a me! It's a me! I'm aware of my know, hat for like, practical uses. It looks like a military cap for some strange reason. <laughs> Does it? Well, I've like got these headphones the on. Militia. It doesn't help I've got these headphones on. under. Here, let me try... Let's see. Is that a little better? You look like Bison. No, I look bison. like M Bison. <laughs> <laughs> it even says M. Awesome. I'll just keep that on the whole podcast. We'll see if any injury comes to me with my Mario hat. Captain Sabin Albano says Kiro. Okay, Kiro, do you want to be on the show? Can we call you? I'm going to call him. Sure, he says. We're going to Kiro. <sighs> The next best thing since uh, Jason Calcanis, right? So we'll get Kiro onto the show. Well, I got some good Marvel hey, stories to tell you later. Oh, do you? <laughs> How's it going, guys? Hey, Kiro. Welcome to the show. Um, we just got started. This is Kiro Lamarck. Um, that's not his real oh, name. <laughs> that's Balbion. his sign-in name. It's Victor Balbion. <laughs> that was my name in EQ. Let it go. <laughs> well, you're the one who uses it for your Skype. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kiro that's does um, content and nothing for the site. Uh, some mix of that every pretty week, right? Much. Pretty well, much. No, I, I'm on pretty face. You know, you need those. Can you can you choke up on your mic a little bit more? You sound a bit far away. Oh, uh, sure. Thank you. Do, 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 do. Wait, have we started? Yeah, we've started. We're we're going, oh, man. Balls. Oh, yeah. We're... Yeah, I was only 45 or 50 minutes late this week, as opposed to my usual hour. <laughs> so I know that's I know that throws your schedule off. I totally, but. I'll, I'll <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he, he would sound better if he was wearing a Mario cap. Yeah, he would. I think everyone's... <laughs> on, I, I think I sound... What? Indeed. Oh, okay. Well, thank you very much. Wait, I hear a new voice. Yeah, that's uh, that's Philip Willis, a.k.a. JC <gasps> Servant. Yay! He's so special, he gets two introductions. Yes. yes he does. <laughs> I'm so happy. We're taking Welcome, over JCS. the computer. The PC guys are taking over. We need seventh in here. Is that what this is? This is the PC guys taking yeah. over, huh? Yeah, we're gonna. We, we we didn't tell you about this before, but we're actually gonna be turning this into PC uh, podcast. There, PC podcast, PC cast, PC cast, PC cast. I will be happy to contribute to your PC cast this week. <laughs> Let's. Uh, well, why don't we just Why don't we just rip cast. off game for Windows's title and call it RPGs for Windows? Nice. There we go. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Trademark <Support> pending. <laughs> Trade patent pending. That's right. Well, no, Can you patent a name? I don't think so. <laughs> I registered the Twitter yes. mark. Yes. Facebook. Woo. I think you'd trademark a name. I don't think you'd patent it. 
need a processor to an invention to patent. We didn't invent I, a name. I patent this word. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can register trademark that stuff. Let's let's get on that. Trademark. <laughs> so <laughs> we should probably get on to the news before news. Uh, people uh, run away from all our rat holes here. Uh, <laughs> first story from the previous week is uh, extra life. We did a we did a marathon here last weekend. Me and Noodle Yay! and uh, Kiro did a little bit until he got girlfriend aggro, and I'm hoping he put in his time later. <laughs> I, did, I did. I did. Good. 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 I played Risen. <laughs> a lot of Risen, huh? Twelve hours of, worth. Twelve hours worth. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a rough marathon. Six a.m. in the morning on those things. That's when everything starts to fall apart. I was cranky. I was tired. I didn't want to do anything. I put on Monkey Island. It was the only thing that could make me I, happy. I like <laughs> fell asleep around three in the morning in front of my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't participating. I was keeping everybody company. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that you're still on the call, but you were. Your head was not on the call anymore. <laughs> yeah. Ian, Ian ended up picking me up. And <laughs> that's so nice of him. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, that that's what I learned is Monkey Island is the most entertaining on a marathon like that because you're just staring at the screen for hours anyway. That It works really well because that's what you need to do. So did you finish both the second and the third episode? I did. I finished the third episode the next day. Now you can finally get Oh, the Huge Manatee. Yes, I can. <laughs> oh, the Huge Manatee! Yes, it is ginormous. What a you good... know, I've been a bad boy. I have not touched the third episode at all. Oh, you should. It's great. I really oh, should. Yeah. I think we'll it's a lot better than episode two. After that episode. I didn't really like episode two. I thought episode three's puzzles were exactly what I wanted. I, it was really good. I episode two, two had the weird Zora people. Than episode Say one what? Three. Hmm? My my concern was that like two was so much easier than one. <laughs> I didn't find I that at it... all. I found I was missing pieces and in, in the bucket and this other thing in two. I just couldn't find. Oh no! I just I blew through two with no hints on, and I afterwards I turned in. I'm like, you didn't have any hints on, did you? Because I was playing out on his computer. Ah. And then I went back and played three, and I turned hints up to like one. And that was enough for me. I, I could have gone to two, but I was comfortable at one. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's the same hints no matter what. It's just how often they come up. Yeah, I'm just excited to see where it goes. I mean, if you look at the Sam and Max games, the first ones were were really good. But, I mean, they got exponentially better if you go to season two in Sam and Max. I mean, just the writing, the, the production, the puzzles, everything is just on the ball. So I, I want to see what happens when this, when this keeps going. Awesome. Well, um, I, I guess the reason I brought this up was to tell you guys how much we've raised so far. <laughs> and why don't I give you an up-to-the-minute total? Because the donations have actually still been coming in, and I really appreciate that. Thank you, people, for donating. Mm-hmm. Um, for sarcastic um, Extra Life as a whole is at 143,121. Which yeah. is huge. That's great. That's better than last year at this point, and because they'll still, they're also still going to get donations creeping in over the next month or two. You can still donate, by the way. You just go to my page and donate. Um, if you go to the, I don't know, if, the, if you go to the message, the Extra Life thread, there's a post there that has the offline give me, giving form. If you want to send in a check, mm-hmm. um, or you can use PayPal, all that sort of good stuff. Now, the, um, for anybody who doesn't know what Extra Life is, that was a. Uh, it's a gaming marathon we did last weekend to help raise money to fight pediatric cancer. So the money goes towards the research and treatment of pediatric cancer, care of Texas Children's Hospital, which does a lot of work in this area. So really good charity. Um, and RP Gamers team, go- 
team so far has raised $1,565. So thank you guys so much. Great job. Wow. Would that be called a dime and a half? Is that is that the the ghetto way to say that? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to ask Hiffy. Hiffy, let us know. Uh, Hiffy, Hiffy. By the way, Hiffy oh. Hiffy felt so sad in the last uh, show's feedback for him because people were were not impressed with his phone call in episode 100. Hiffy, I adored your phone call in episode yeah. 100, especially when I took the time to listen to it I over and over it. and try and digest it. Awesome. Just there's so much buried in that one call. It's like you spent like an mm. hour writing it or something. I don't know how you do that, but I loved it personally. Hiffy, keep your head up, boy. Yeah, oh. do that stuff. Make a music video. <laughs> <laughs> Make another call while under the influence of drugs or alcohol. We appreciate it. Or both. No, wait. No, we can't encourage that behavior. <laughs> no, we can't encourage that. We already had like Maybe three audience Canada. members dies from like Wink. last week's drinking contest. <laughs> oh, I know. The, drag- the <laughs> Demon Souls. That was two weeks ago, but yeah. No, that, you're right. Oh. That was last week. Yeah. We can't encourage that. No, Wink. we can't encourage that. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Officially. <laughs> Um, let's see. So thank you. Okay, so, thank you so much yeah. for the extra life donations. It was a yes. good harvest of donations, just as Natsume is going to have a good harvest of far- har- Harvest Moon games. Uh, looks like on the PlayStation Store, they are going to have two more of their games come out. Um, harvest Moon is Anna's thing, so why don't I let her tell you? Yeah. Um, well, the big one that really like made me jump up and down in glee is they're actually going to be offering Innocent Life, um, which is sort of a Harvest Moon spinoff. Um, you only play it for a year, and you're playing a boy. Is that who... real time, like your real life year? Because that's no. what it no. feels like when you're playing Harvest Moon. No, right? no game year. <laughs> oh, okay. It's just it's structured so differently from the regular Harvest Moon. It, it's Innocent Life, a futuristic Harvest Moon, by the way. Nice. Subtitle. So you're playing this boy, and he's not actually a boy, but I don't want to quite get into that. <laughs> do, do, do you harvest? Is he a robot pass? boy? You. He is a All robot right. boy. What else would oh. it be? You discovered that very early, though. That's mm-hmm. like the first hour of play. All right. And we so what's happened is, is there's a section of the island that is no longer inhabitable, um, but it does need to be farmed. So he's been sent there. And it's <laughs> so much more structured than um, the, the traditional Harvest Moon game. Because the traditional Harvest Moon game is... Pick a male or pick a female, get thrown on the farm, and somehow save, you know, the world sort of the idea. Hmm. Uh, innocent life, you have almost you have something basically going every day, and once, and even if you never leave the farm on the other six days, every Sunday you're expected to check in with your father for regular maintenance, which <laughs> okay. does get you out of the farm. Sounds dirty. And it's every Sunday you have at least one piece of story related. Uh, dialogue. So it does a really, really good job of pacing. Fantastic. Awesome. Um, The other one that they're putting out is Harvest Moon Boy and Girl. You can play as Destiny, which is the guy, or Fate, which is the girl. I haven't played it. It didn't, like, jump out at me the way that Innocent Life did, so I haven't gotten it yet. I'm sure I will. So that's Mm -hmm. the end of that story. Yay! Oh, yeah, they are both 15 bucks. Fantastic price. Ooh. That's a great price. And available yeah. right yep. now on PSN. Yep. Available right now. Now, didn't the first Innocent Life come out on DS? Innocent Life yeah. has always been a PSP title. Oh, okay. Hmm. My wife really likes the, the Rune Factory series. Um, if she likes Rune Factory, she might actually like Innocent Life because it is sort of that, you know, you're not stuck just on the farm. Hmm. Interesting. 
I have so much to catch up on. The last Harvest Moon I played was on the SNES. Uh, That's okay. Instead of catching up. <laughs> it hasn't changed uh, much since then. No. That's comforting. Instead of catching up, Victor, I think you should play Dragon Age Origins. <laughs> I should. In fact, I hear that there's a pre-release blitz coming out. Uh, yeah, so the next story is about Dragon Age's uh, pre-order, pre-order goodies. Um, I think I think one of those is gonna you know work into someone's pick later. So let's let's be careful how much we deal with here. But uh, uh, it looks like there's a couple things you can do on their website. Mm-hmm. And the and first is create a Kiro. You you do this stuff. So tell I've me about the, done the character create. You can download the character creator. Then you can save those characters. And when you get the game, you're able to 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 load them up if you have the PC version. Now, as I understand it. You get an item for doing this, but if you're doing it on the PS3, uh, you can get the item because it's associated with your online account, but you can't get the character proper. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. But yeah, you, you, you can make your character right now. And Wait, I, I don't understand that, what that means. So you, it doesn't work for PS3? I, as far as I'm aware, I don't believe that you can transfer a character made on the PC to the PS3. So it doesn't not work on the 360 either then? I wouldn't think so, but that's not really a big deal. I mean, you're really just choosing stats. The point is that if you do go through the character creation process and you upload it, yeah. then you get a ring that gives you a plus one to all stats, and, and that's bound you... to your account. Even your... Right. Okay. It's bound to your EA account. Mm-hmm. Which will work on the consoles. Which you'll sign up on the three... Yeah, right, 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 right. But yeah, you can you, you can uh, get the creator. It'll let you choose between you know ch- let you choose your race, let you choose your your destiny or well your origin, your class. Uh, you choose stats, skills, spells, etc. So yeah, it's... I, I have a question. There's nothing. Spe- I mean, this is all available in the actual game, right? There's nothing special that we need to, other than the the bonus ring. Correct. I mean, is there anything? Okay. This is just like the same exact character creation process that you have in game, and it's not a big download, at least by today's standards. It's only like three hundred megabytes. It's just that character creation in a game like this is huge because it's. Like, oh, I see. So you get well, it. Like, stage yourself. Yeah. 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 That way so, you can so, just I mean, get I've going made, like, on the day seventeen of. characters because um, I'm sick. I'm, I'm sorry. Bad you made <laughs> seventeen characters. Yes. How much did you spend on each one? Oh, well. A lot of it was was two hundred dollars. Oh, I mean, time. Dolls. How much oh. time? Did he spend? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like um, once you get the hang of how the stats, you know, kind of work and what stats are good for what, you're going to spend a lot of time doing, you know, j- just building the, the face of the character. And they actually have a much more in-depth uh, character creation system in the aesthetic side of things than they have in previous uh, Bioware games. So that's really nice. You know, you have this slider thing going. So mostly ugly to partially ugly to kind of ugly to... Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to yeah. ask. That's <laughs> like, the whole question. Hey, is I, it a I would say, ugly? No, I used to be able to make pretty people on Oblivion. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Okay, except this, <laughs> is, about, this is not... About to say, my wife will only look at a game if the characters uh, made in it are pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you the know, criteria. She spent hours on Guild Wars, never actually played the game, but spent hours making characters on it. <laughs> well, no, uh, what, what they did, I think, to probably to combat this is that you have a pretty big range of pre-mates which are all pretty and then you can just tweak things on them as opposed to you know being like here's the guy who looks like he was in a burning accident let's fix him um so yeah they they look decent all right so um what you upload that character to is the official bioware social network for fans of its games Uh, Mm -hmm. 
So I don't know that's what that's new. Is that like Facebook for Dragon Age? It's for... more like everyone Battle... has one of these now. It's BioWare. more like what? Battle, Battle for Bioware. But how's that social? I mean, can you comment on people's? Can you be like? I think they have forums and profiles and all that social networking stuff that is so popular nowadays. Look at these pictures of um, Elonia getting drunk at her first dragon slaying and stuff like that. Like, like. It's, yeah. <laughs> no. This is gonna be this is gonna be one of those games though that once you actually start playing it and get really into it, you realize that your initial build that you spent all those hours on just kind of <laughs> sucks and you have to start all over again. <laughs> Pretty much. He makes That's a good why I have point. 17 of them. That's why he's got 17. <laughs> he's just ready to go. All right, that didn't want to work. <laughs> Kiro Mark did you, II. <laughs> did you role play a name for each one of them? <laughs> hey, I, 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 that's probably what I take the longest when I'm making D&D characters. So did you put on your robe and wizard hat? Yeah, that's the real question. <laughs> this is Shegoth. As opposed to when people. I don't have him on, I don't understand the question. Oh, all right. Nerd cred. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Moving on to another (laughs) another game that's got some interesting stuff you can download into it. Magna Carta (laughs) 2 already has um, its pre-release bonuses out, like Mm. right now. Um, It just came out recently, didn't it? It seems a bit early to me. Yeah, so... Say what? I said one week after release DLC. Yeah, one week after. I don't know how I feel about that, but why? It's extra cutscenes and weapons. I I I can tell you. I I I just I've played too many games lately where um, the game just came up kind of short. You felt like something was missing, and then a week later they come out the DLC that you know they 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 did before the game was even released, and it it, it stinks. <laughs> it just feels like they're ripping you off. I. I, I can understand the sentiment, but you know, in practice, I don't see it. I don't see it like that. You know, it's kind of like uh, I was having a discussion with a friend about Fallout, and you know, they oh, Fallout's a different story. Yeah, Fallout's different because those are like micro micro expansions. I'm talking about like I played. I won't mention any names, but I played a game that was you know only was about maybe sixty to seventy percent as long as the industry standard, and you just kept felt like things were really really rushed. And oh, then you read. Why, why don't Why don't you want to Why don't you want to mention names? Uh, you're You're a game critic. You're supposed to mention names. <laughs> you're supposed to bash them. Unless it's not out yet or something. I hate to steal a thunder for my own review, but yeah. Marvel, oh, okay, okay. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. The game is almost half as short as any other action RPG Marvel game before it. The right. game is really feels really, really rushed. And then when you go into the simulator, which has always been one of the draws that you could go and do these little side missions, um, they're, they're very, very vanilla. And then I just read a news article that they are releasing new missions and new characters. And, uh, and the game went out for a couple of weeks. What's that? And this is a full-price game? And it's a full-price $60 yep. game. It's an oh. highly anticipated sequel to Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1. Um, was that made by Ravensoft? Ooh. Do you know? Uh, Marvel. I don't know. I know the first one was. I'm wondering if the second one was as well. All right, I'll look it up. Because Ravensoft yeah. is actually in Madison, Wisconsin, which is where I am. So oh. I was just going to... Yeah, anyway. I thought you were in Seattle. No, Michael's in Seattle. People think <laughs> I'm in Seattle because I'm such good friends with Michael, but no. We but yeah, it wasn't made by Ravensoft. I mean, I have no problems with I have no problems with Grand Theft Auto. Vicarious Visions, whatever. All right, so that's the difference, though. Yeah, like you were saying, Phil. Yeah, those are extra features. GTA is a full featured game, and it's got like what forty hours, and 
I even, can't even tell you how much time I spent in the original Fallout 3 without even play, touching the expansion. I don't feel like I'm getting ripped off mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. So yeah, and and that's and I don't I didn't either when I was playing Fallout or or Grand Theft Auto 4 or anything like that. That those those feel like expansion packs. Like when Baldur's Gate came out with Tales of the Coast, uh, you know, a while after it was out or something like that. That that's just right. building holes there. But but lately it feels like more and more games are are doing this thing where they're shorting it, and you can tell uh, some you know because it's actually missing content or stuff that used to be in the older versions of the games that you know like. Like like I said, those side missions and stuff that were usually well fleshed out, or the fact that the game's just much shorter. On the CAGcast, he was complaining about you know they don't even have as many costumes as they used to have in the first game. No, no. he's right too. Now the guys developing this game, Vicarious Visions, are also the guys that did a lot of the Guitar Hero games. So maybe that has something to do with it. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, they're the Activision team. That... No, I thought. Oh, Vicarious, yeah, Vicarious Visions? Visions. I thought it was um the the Tony Hawk people who did Guitar Hero. No. They are the Tony Hawk people. <laughs> Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam, Proving Grounds. They also did Guitar Hero 3, 5. Uh, Neversoft. I thought it was Neversoft. Not... They were developed by Vicarious Visions. Oh. I to Wikipedia. I, no, I'm on it, I'm but on. <laughs> I'm wondering if it's... You know what it probably is. Um, let's see. They did... Wow. They did, they did Doom 3. Oh. Neversoft okay. with Guitar Hero 3. And they did Guitar Hero Aerosmith, Guitar Hero World Tour, Guitar Hero Metallica, and Guitar Hero 5. And Barbie what Neversoft the did. So I'm assuming that Vicarious Visions, if they did some, they did some of these oh, other ones like they did the Greatest Wii Hits and yes, stuff. Versions or, of them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> even mm. better pedigree. <laughs> 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 We've just knocked them down a couple more levels. It's well, they so did sad. Doom 3. I think that knocked them down quite a bit. Oh, Doom 3 well, Doom no 3 good? Xbox. I thought Doom 3 Xbox, oh, though. Okay. I didn't play it. I, it it didn't was, look interesting. Oh, to me. it was. It was like Daikatana all over again. I should go uh, watch the Doom Three movie with The Rock, Mr. Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> you know that that movie has a lot of bad in it, but there is one scene that you will either jump up in glee about or you will hate it. And anybody that has seen this movie <laughs> and played Doom will know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, the first but person. I cannot the first spoil the segment. Or I will spoil it for yeah, you. Yeah, that was already <laughs> spoiled for everybody. Okay. That was like that was the big draw of the thing. Of those, the I whole thought thing that was yes. awesome, and the rest of the well, you had to watch the rest of the movie. Which sucked. <laughs> do, yeah. do you get a little picture of his head at the bottom of the screen, <laughs> <laughs> looking oh. left and right, Ugh, getting bloodier if he gets hit? <laughs> that would really make that. Just no, that would have been a good movie. All right. Uh, so, how about something you might want to play this week? Uh, there's a few new releases coming out, um, starting with, on the DS with Adel Atelier Annie. No excitement at all from people. Okay. I have no idea what that is. Don't make, Next. Me, don't make me bring out my used car salesman voice. All right. Um, <laughs> is someone going to explode Atelier? I said Atelier. Okay. I said it. I said it on purpose to avoid this. <laughs> I said Atelier so people wouldn't give me crap about saying Atelier. Atelier and... My bad. <laughs> it's so bad, Anna assumes I said it the wrong way. <laughs> she doesn't even listen. Chris, okay, you said so it wrong. It? I didn't say it wrong. <laughs> what is it? Atelier and... Yes. I don't know what yes. it means in real life, but um, it's about this little alchemy magic person running around doing stuff I, I i don't know i i know what the i know what the ps2 ones were like is you know there was a lot of alchemy and crafting and then otherwise it's just a run around you know standard kind of uh rpg get into traditional battles and use your skills and stuff but on the ds i don't know what, what differentiates atelier annie 
I was hoping Anna or someone might, but apparently not. I don't play the game. I don't like the series. (laughs) They they always felt like... I mean, the thing is about the Atelier series, like the the first ones that I played, is that they felt like a very traditional... um, You're not getting... Don't expect anything beyond just a very Japanese-style game. It's got very bright, colorful artwork, cheery voice acting, cheery everything. Um, You go around and you you talk (laughs) to people, you make stuff for them, and most of it is running through dungeons and killing stuff in a standard um, 32-bit style look of... Looking RPG, so if that actually like, sounds yeah, awesome. that's exactly right. I I played through uh, the first uh, few of them myself. I agree with you. I mean, it's very standard. It, it does nothing to surprise you. Yeah, but if that's what you want, if you like that taste of good, yeah. you know, traditional JRPG goodness with that mm-hmm. that bright, spritey look from the 32-bit era, those games are perfect for you. And um, mm-hmm. Gust has always done it. The developers always done a good job of them, um, or making that particular targeted game. I don't know how it translates to the DS. I have not had a chance to play it, and apparently nobody on our show has either. So, right. You need to ask Sam for that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm, well, we could look up reviews, I guess. Is it even? Are there any up yet? Uh, I think we have an impression, don't we? I didn't see any this week. Oh, we have like a, a mess of Run to the Sun impressions, but I guess that's like three months old by this point. Yeah, go read our Run to the Sun impression. That'll be a better... It, did she play it there? Oh, we all... Yeah, we all had to play it. You, you played Atelier Annie? Yeah. So why aren't you talking about it? Because <laughs> I don't remember anything about it. You don't it. remember anything <laughs> about it at all. Let me just put it this way: if 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 I'm at Nipponichi and I'm not playing this guy, I don't know what's going on. <sighs> but yeah, it seems that as far oh, as oh whoa 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 this one apparently has a sim system in it. It's a sim based SRPG system apparently. So you get to develop up the the island that you're on. And you collect, create, and sell alchemy items to arriving customers and make the resort prosperous. So that, so that's nice. That's something to build up on. So I, I guess it gives it kind of a dark cloud feel in that respect. Oh, you know why? I don't know what I played. It's because they all started with, they all have that first name, right? And there's like, there's like the Rorona, and then there's the PSP one, and then there's the DS one. And yeah. then there's a spinoff, and then there's the PS2 one, and then there's the Wii one. I, I, I lost track after Oh, we're Wii. up to like 14 or 15 in the full series, because like, yeah. we started to get them at Atelier Iris, but there was a bunch before that, too, that never came out here. That's why I'm so confused. I mean, I, I walked in there as a complete <laughs> novice. I don't even, I can't even pronounce the name. I do it wrong every week anyway. Um, also coming out this week from Ignition, Nostalgia, um, which is an Seven. RPG that Seven. either looks really good to you or really crappy to you. It's like I, I haven't found Seven. anybody in the middle. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Uh, Glenn is playing that one, and, yeah, it's um, it's he's he's having a little bit of a hard time with the story right now. Too simplistic. I it is imagine. so. I mean, this is a game where you basically have the most traditional of traditional parties: you, your fighter, your thief, your mage, and your healing mage. You know, <laughs> and you go around to it's real world locations, kind of like it's based on real world, like Egypt and that sort of stuff. And you know, you, you feel like you're visiting kind of a real world, but it's 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 blocky. It's you know, 3D mess on the DS, like all 3D games outside of Nino Kuni, which I still love and wish comes out. Please come out. Please come out. Um, and You've got the sorry, <laughs> I, I sorry I went to my happy place for a second there. The yeah. take the, me with you. I know nostalgia. <laughs> I've I've had a chance to play it though. It feels like a very generic, traditional 
Japanese uh, RPG, except it looks like blah to me, and what I saw from the story didn't seem compelling, but I had like 10 minutes, so 7th has got a better Seventh, seventh all I'll say is Glenn said that if he sees uh, somebody get kidnapped one more time, he's just going to stop reading all the text in the game and give it a 1. I do know there's airship <laughs> battles in this one, so that might be a redeeming feature. Yeah, the, I think the airships are probably the best feature. They're fully customizable. I mean, you can trick them out any way you want to, and the airship battles are actually pretty fun. There you go. Oh, you remember this section. one. You played this one, you remember it, don't you? Oh, I remember nostalgia. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so are you looking forward to it? I kind of was, but I thought like thirty four ninety nine was too much to ask for it. Really? That's like a standard DSRPG price, isn't it? Twenty nine ninety nine standard price. Well, that's a Square, like Square Enix, Enix game would be 35 Okay. Well, yeah, but Square yeah, Enix can get up to it's 50 can it? It's not <laughs> ignition. Gosh, uh, you guys have it so nice here. Uh, you guys, like I'm not one of you. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at, you know, new new games in Japan on the DS are like 60 bucks. <laughs> wow. Yeah. There's no MSRP and people Oh, there pay. no this there is. There is an MSRP, but um and the <laughs> some uh, what you see is that a lot of the the retailers will do less than that, but even then it's still like 50 55. And it's just like nah. Yeah, that's Wrong. You buy okay, used, maybe like the 40 MSRP or 50. is not universally. But they do have it. Square Enix releases, though. You'll see official pricing from Square Enix. I mean, there's no real enforcement of it, I don't think. But I mean, how much? Ignition titles thus far have been kind of expensive in general. Like, yeah, it makes me wonder. Like, like they don't have the pedigree to be ha- hacking up their prices like I, an extra 5 to $10. I'm so angry with them. They They stole another, well... We'll get to that later. Um, Torchlight is coming out for the PC this week. Um, Anna and I are actually getting press builds as we speak. <laughs> what? Yeah, um, we've got uh, we got the hookup from the PR person, so we're going to try and check that out this weekend. Um, it's coming out on the 27th. Go download it on Steam or wherever they're releasing this. Where else are they releasing it, Anna? Direct to Drive uh, Direct and everything? to Drive on their site, the, on the Perfect World site, on their site. Um and on their site, they have a listing of all the places that it, it's going to be. I'm just really sad because it's not on Impulse. It's not on Impulse? Oh, because no. Impulse works in Canada, doesn't it? Um, well, it doesn't have draconic DRM. Oh, okay. Well, just buy it off their site then, right? It's going to have a DRM, but... I don't know. Yeah, but it should be better than Steam's. Right? You, you oh, just yeah, don't, you yeah. don't like Steam's I mean, DRM personally because you like to sign thing, in. Though, is this, is, this has actually been like a like multi-page discussion Uh-oh. on the Runic forums of the benefit of buying it on Steam and getting the Draconic DRM versus uh, getting it from Runic, less DRM but less exposure because it actually shot up to like a top 10 game on Steam for a really short time. But, I mean, you can't pay for that kind of press. Right. I so, you know, for for some people, they have to weigh the benefit of more and more people buying the game. And I mean, this is like just players. This isn't like people in Runic. This is players on their forums going, well, I might be able to tolerate the DRM if more people buy Torchlight. And I was like, wow, <laughs> this is like incredibly dedicated community here. Uh, and really, these people are whining because this DRM is nothing compared to an EA DRM treatment. So Yeah, I, I, I still don't subscribe to, to, to the notion that Steam has draconic DRM. Just... I have a really hard time with that. But I, I mean... I mean, aside from the normal Steam login and system, is there some other DRM on that game? There must uh, be aside something. Aside from the Steam login. Oh, well, that's I, the well, point of Anna, do you know how the DRM works for the non-Steam version? D- 
Do you know what the I restrictions don't. are? Okay, no, that's what I'd like to know before I make a decision. They um, they were like doing stuff right up to about two p.m. <laughs> yesterday, and we left the office before one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean they they were literally working on the game to the very last second. Oh, by the way, um, right now the level editor is out, no. so you can start le- editing levels. So no. that's yes, a free Next separate week? download. Okay, fine. It looks like it's out, but it's not out. No, in fact, they actually... <laughs> By the time this podcast okay, gets yeah. up, it might actually be out. <laughs> yeah, it, it's supposed to be out by Halloween. Okay. Awesome. It says a free we, separate we download. But... Yesterday, unfortunately, Michael has the interview, and he just had a kid. So, we won't see that interview Michael. forever. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's why, that is why Michael Tidball isn't here. He's, his new son, Tristan, was born at 2.55 a.m. Uh, Pacific time yesterday. Uh, Everything's okay? Fri- but, or I guess that would be this morning, uh, October 24th. Isn't that nice? And now you all know the kid's birthday, yeah. so you can identify. Family plus them. one. Yeah. Family plus one. Yeah, yes. his family leveled up. Ding. <laughs> his family dinged. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to I wonder to how his character creation like, system was. Gamersgate oh, also has torchlight. Go there. <laughs> Baby creator let's system. Just, let's just <laughs> go there and, and keep moving on. Ooh, so, ooh, ooh. If you go ooh. buy torchlight on Gamersgate, you can get it for seventeen ninety five. Yay! Oh. It was like 20% off on Steam for a few days. Oh, yeah, I should have done that. I think that sale is done. Nobody Sorry. says... I don't know what the heck Gamersgate is. It looks like a Steam competitor. I've never heard of them before. You ever heard of them, Oh, Kira? there's a lot of them popping up. I've, I've heard of it, but I've never used it. See, the problem with going with these people is, like, you don't know if they'll be around, and then you don't have your download anymore. Yeah. Go Steam yeah. or something. Perfect World will be around. They seem to have success for some reason I don't understand. Perfect World's publishing That's... it, I guess. Yeah. Thank you, Perfect yes. World, for publishing it. <laughs> We wouldn't have seen that. Yeah. Oh. Oh. It's ten percent off at Steam apparently. So yeah, go pre-order it. And um, and Perfect World is offering a chance to win a limited edition poster signed by Max and Eric Schaefer with every pre-order. Oh, that's cool. If you're an old Diablo fan. Yeah. We when we went to the office yesterday, we were like, "So where's Max and Eric?" And Wonder's like, "Um, they're in Mexico right now. Sorry." <laughs> Game's done. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Well, bear in mind that they originally planned to launch in September. Like, I don't know if you remember at E3, but I mean, they, they should were like, know by we now. are you going don't... to be in September. You don't... And there was no argument about it. And Mm-mm. obviously, like, they, uh, pretty much as soon as E3 was done, they took they took a reality check and were like, this isn't going to be happening. And just because Anna and I have played so much of this game, and we know we like it, even though we haven't gotten the official press build yet, um, more places you could buy it at, Encore, which is EncoreUSA.com, GameWare.at. I don't know if I trust that one. Wild Tangent. Oh, isn't it the Adware people? Oh, that's nice. And Direct to Drive. <laughs> yeah. So there is actually a lot of different places you can get it. And I'm and when does sure the box copy come? It a, um, it's not coming until January 5th or 8th. Okay. Yeah, it takes a while to publish. So they're they're basically um, going straight from gold over to the download services. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. That's and I don't think and that's we actually got move. to see what we think might be the finalized box art while we were in the office. So I like begged and pleaded wonder as soon as that is actually confirmed as the finalized box art, we are going to post it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm sure that'll make everyone's day. 
<laughs> it looks actually really good. Okay, I know. It's just, I, I don't usually sit on the edge of my seat waiting. I hope someone posts box art today. Post box uh, art today. <laughs> I have an RSS feed. Oh, quiet, you. Know? <laughs> um, there, you know, there's one more game out this week called Adventures to Go on the PSP. Woohoo! Yeah, what the heck is this? Yeah. I'm... Um, it is a dungeon crawl. It is like a, a dungeon crawler where you actually build the dungeons. Ah. I'm I'm really stoked about this. Like, it looks really cheesy and really kitty, but it actually takes like a fair amount of thought to go into this. So we what happens anyone... is, oh, okay. Um, you get a bounty, and your bounty be like, I need you know you to kill six fire ants. Okay. Well, you go to your dungeon, uh, like little dungeon maker thinger. And you're like, okay, well, ants thrive in the grass, so you pick the grass dungeon. And then you go down, and it's like, okay, well, now there's fire ant monsters on the list, so tick that off. And then uh, there's one other aspect of it that you can tick off, and I don't remember what the third variable is. I think it might be the weather at a time of the day. And uh, you slide all those into the machine, and you hop into the room, and you do your dungeon, and you do your quest. So it's really neat. Nice. Well, you have to sounds play it a, sounds like, almost a little bit like Dungeon Maker. Um, yeah, but not retarded. <laughs> not not oh, mentally geez. handicapped. <laughs> My issue with Dungeon Maker is that there's no real compelling story. Like We actually got to play... Me and Michael each got to play through a separate section of story in Adventures to Go, and we both walked out of E3 going, this is a really freaking awesome game. Mm-hmm. So we are both. A demo. So, so you don't we were, like, think like... who wanted the review copy the most yesterday? So you don't think a game like that could survive without a good story? Like based um, solely I on think building it from having a good story. I think that you know we have all of these dungeon crawler games, and they are slightly devoid of story. I don't know. Like I, play, I like Chuckle's mysterious dungeon. This is not like, a good. This is not a good week if you don't like dungeon crawlers because like everything is dungeon crawlers this week. <laughs> I was. I played Dungeon Maker two, and I mean, it really, yeah. The, the story was definitely a throwaway, but um, making uh, using strategy to make dungeons that were deep enough to attract the types of monsters you needed to complete quests and, and get some of the things that you needed uh, was kind of interesting. You know, kind of like a little, kind of, because you're making your own content in a manner of speaking. You got to figure, figure out what you got to do to get what you need. It, it's it's different. It was refreshing. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So this, this looks like it might be pretty good too. You know what else is looking pretty good? Is that new Final Fantasy game on the DS? Have you guys been following that? I, I talked about it some after I played it at TGS. I don't know if you guys... Final Fantasy Gaiden? The Four Warriors of Light. Four Warriors, Warriors. of Light, yes. Um, <laughs> this is the one where you have the... Well, they, there's, they released some new info on it, so let me just get right into that. So armor and weapons in the game will be bought with battle points, which are assigned every battle. And you can also get jewels from the battles that can be turned into money or used to strengthen equipment. This is the one that has like the different style battle system where you kind of earn the action points over the course of the battle and then can use that to do like magic spells and special attacks. Um, right. And you, you earn them by like defending or doing different things than just like attacking. Uh, there'll be four random dungeons in Gaiden. You'll need to fulfill certain requirements to open a random dungeon and it'll have difficult monsters and bosses that can drop valuable items. So these are special dungeons that are um, on top of the normal game. And mm-hmm. it'll also have a Wi-Fi mode. So you can 
play with four other people, um, but it'll be separate from the single-player game. So it's not like a co-op mode of the main story, but it's... Uh, so I guess we could all get together and not play it, just like we did with that Crystal Chronicles game that also has the good Wi-Fi mode. Sounds Diablo-esque. <laughs> the Crystal Chronicles one was Diablo, I mean, basically. And nobody wanted to play it. And it befuddled me as to why, but I found like one guy on the boards who wanted to play it, and I was so depressed about the whole issue, I never got around to doing it with him. <laughs> I, I, see it uses, I see it uses more of those 3D uh, DS graphics. Oh, that... I love those so much. Wow. But is this the one with the where you change hats to change jobs? Uh, maybe. Yeah, it's the the job changing system is called Crown. So, <laughs> presumably, this is going to be like you change your hat, you change your job. But it they're they're pretty much pulling like all of the jobs from like Final Fantasy VI meets Final Fantasy Eleven. <laughs> it's like a dancer, a ninja. Um, the the one that you cast magic on your blades, magical swordsman or something. There's a gambler. There's a thief. There's a music, musician. Although I'm sure that's going to be like translated as bard. Yeah. So sounds like Final Fantasy. Really. We we haven't. I don't think we've seen quite all of the jobs yet. Because mm-hmm. I think there's supposed to be something like twelve or fifteen, and we've seen like nine. Although, someone feel free to correct me on that in the thread, if I'm wrong. So, is this a let's go back to the old school portables week? Or is that just me that's seeing <laughs> yeah, Natalie or Annie, Nostalgia, Final Fantasy Gaiden? Well, it's like back to, yeah, back to the old school style games, but on the portable. Um, yeah. And, oh, Manny dropped off our phone call. I'm so sorry, Mr. Oh, Manny. Oh, no, Manny! Home. That's so sad. All right, so, yeah, the... <laughs> so, the interesting thing about... Uh, about these uh these titles i'm going through actually it's not interesting and it's completely not something that you guys were talking about but i'm talking about it anyway is as i've i've booted up my psp to look at like whether or not some of these uh you know interesting stuff we were talking about have been coming up on the ps network and atlas really has spammed the psp store this week it's like atlas game atlas game atlas game atlas game one other game atlas game atlas game atlas game they're just taking over I think they put out like seven games from the PSN this week. Oh, they had that awesome press release, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. What, 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 tell people what that press release said. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, okay. Hang on. Let me pull it up again because I, I want to get a Rom's quote. For those who aren't familiar, it's Rom Jabari. He's uh, the PR, uh, head of PR and something. Head of PR and something? <laughs> I can never remember his, his correct title. Genetic development. Uh, manager of PR and sales. That's it. So Atlas put out this amazing press release, and the, the title of the press release is Atlas Ends Years of Allegedly Not Printing Enough Copies of Games, and then Laughing at Empty-Handed Customers, <laughs> Release Digital Download Versions of PSP System, uh, system Classics via PlayStation Network. And the subtitle is, Not You Though. We were only laughing at the other guys. <laughs> so Atlas USA today broke from its supposed practice of undersupplying the retail channels and guffawing as fans desperately scrambled to find one of only a dozen copies of a game by releasing a number of titles from its PSG system library via PSN. As digital downloads, the games no longer threaten fans with feeling of guilt and remorse for no longer pre-ordering or purchasing at launch and instead now laugh for pajama-clad living room shopping. Uh, so here's the quote from Aram. We finally reached a point where, according to our physicians, any further laughing at our masterfully executed plan of never making enough copies of our games for everyone poses risks to our health. 
in order to prevent illness and because, hey, sometimes you just want to change things up. We're very pleased to offer PSP System Classics to be a digital download. And they mean we'll have to shut down our numerous online auction accounts. So we won't be able to hoard large quantities of our hard-to-find games and slowly trickle them out at obscenely high prices. But that result will be better for everyone. Ooh. So the list of titles from the press release is Hammer and Hero, Steambot Chronicles Battle Tournament, Crimson Gem Saga, Riviera the Promised Land, Inter Union, R Type Command. Mm-hmm. Oh, six. Sweet. Hot. Hot, hot indeed. I oh, look who just got online. First I'm of all, sorry, hi, Manny. Was, Welcome back, Manny. I was Manny. twitching after she said Steambot Chronicles. So. <laughs> <laughs> you love that game so much, don't you? I, uh, yeah. Oh, it was fine. He, he loved it when he first started playing it, but the more he played it, the more he started to hate it. And this is just another argument for the necessity of playing games all the way through before you start posting reviews and stuff. And I had people arguing with me saying, oh, this is a great game. And I kept saying, did you play it all the way through yet? Did you get to the end? You probably you know, didn't because you put it down before then. You know what I think, though, is actually this game might be better on uh, like something like on PSN because if it's always on your PSP, you might be more inclined just to play like in five-minute bursts and not try to beat it all at once. It's a PSP yeah. game. It's it just it just it, it actually lacks depth. So you can play it in five minute chunks, but once you've well, got enough five minute chunks to get up to a few hours, you're going to get bored of it. Steambot Chronicles originally came out for PS2, didn't it? Or yeah, GameCube but this or is, something? Yeah, Steambot Chronicles Battle Tournament is the oh, okay. second game in the series. Got it, got it, got it, got it. All right, so welcome back to the call, Manny. Yeah, sorry Sky about that. Problems. And um, no problem. uh, do we have a dragon in the house? We do. Hey, congratulations, Ooh, morning, Daddy. Right. <laughs> Thank you. We already told everybody about what happened. Um, how are you holding up? Uh, I got some sleep now. I'm doing okay. You got like, what, three hours? <laughs> We're asking how um, he's holding up after his wife. How are, how are you? Yeah, I know. It's like like he went through this trauma or something. Hey, I had to be awake the whole time, too. And I had to drive. And You're you right. That is almost the same. You know the he the labor was about 20 minutes. 20 minutes? Gosh, what? she's just making these like a factory now, isn't she? Oh my gosh, she must have been breaking your hand. <laughs> it takes longer she, to get a walker. I mean, did you have to do the delivery? I mean, 20 minutes, you couldn't even get to the hospital. Uh, I went about 80 on the freeway, and uh, we got there, and she delivered two minutes after we arrived. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. <laughs> she, she got in the, in the room, and they're like, okay, now what? And... The midwife looks at her and says, get on the bed. She gets on the bed. Baby comes out. Okay, all done. <laughs> okay, you can leave now. <laughs> it's like, so wow. So she wasn't okay. having labor at lunch. Uh, yeah, that was because she completely stopped having contractions for like four hours. And then really? they just hit like just at one thirty. He needed to take a rest. <laughs> so yeah. I'm and at one thirty they started up and at 3 o'clock he was done. Wow. Like crazy. So you guys waited too long to go in then, or just it just accelerated quickly at the end there? It went that fast. Wow. Okay. It's just. Uh, well, I'm glad to hear it's over and everything's healthy and happy, right? Yeah, everything's great. Good. Uh, awesome. Six pounds, six ounces. Wow, it's small. Wow. Well, it's about the same size as Vivian. Oh, okay. So. Never mind them. And uh, Vivian probably took a little bit longer, didn't she? Uh, she was like six or seven hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> slightly longer. <laughs> <laughs> well, your your family has gone plus one. As, yep. Yep. Or the party as, as the uh, got a new party member. Said. I don't know how we're <laughs> how we're dealing with that. That was great. Originally, when we were talking about this, Kira in the middle of it just goes ding. <laughs> yeah, ding. You yeah. dinged. <laughs> family level up. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's good to hear, man. You, yeah, gotta, you work on getting her to veteran now, Mike. Uh, or getting him to veteran now. So. <laughs> I'm going to get to Vivian to veteran first, I think. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, sort of new <laughs> world humor. I apologize. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, we were just talking about um, some of the Atlas games that they're spamming the store with this week. And mm-hmm. uh, do you like Steambot Chronicles? Because it's out there for you right now. I have any interest in playing it, and I still don't, so no. <laughs> we, you missed us talking about Magna Carta 2. You love that, right? I do. Yeah, I the, the, the DLC game. coming out, you're going to pick up that DLC? If it really is uh, 400 points, probably. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that seems like interesting price. Only well, a week after, do you feel like you need DLC at this point? If it's just for overpowered weapons and for you know finishing off trees and stuff, that wouldn't be too bad. Uh, finishing off weapon trees, sorry. Not random trees in the forest. Mm. <laughs> um also uh oh some of the I mean they you know they added the, the I'm not quite awake yet. <laughs> they added the gamer score already for the downloadable content to the achievement list, so you know, they already have over a thousand, so you can get just cheap achievements by four hundred points too. So that might not be too bad. <laughs> you really want to pay money for achievements, Mike? That's pretty desperate. I have so many Xbox points now. <laughs> you just want to make sure I can never catch up. <laughs> that helps too, yeah. You know what I'm doing right now? I'm downloading Half Minute Hero because I forgot to do it on Thursday. This has like been my most anticipated game of the fall outside of Torchlight, and I forgot to get it. You I feel so bad. <laughs> I know, I spaced oh. on it. Well, because I couldn't wait, get it last week on release date because it wasn't on PSN on release date. So I said, oh, I'll have to wait a week, and I'll, I'll tough through somehow. And I Doesn't it cost... I was gonna ask, doesn't it cost ten more dollars on PSN than retail? Oh. I hope no, mm-hmm. maybe. It was thirty bucks. Oh, okay, so, they fixed it. When it just came out, it was forty dollars. Okay. Good. Probably a typo. Good. Yeah, just making sure I hope you can Twenty nine ninety nine. I can't wait to play. I can't wait to right? play. I'm not gonna play it right now. We got a show to do. Because <laughs> he's gonna play Torchlight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at ninety five percent on that. <laughs> Still going. Uh, I'm at uh Seven, I All right. Know, I so, if you if you heard me just giving some frustration at the name Ignition earlier, that's because of this next story. Arcrise Fantasia, which was released uh, announced for release in late 2008 by Exceed, yeah, that's been picked up by Ignition now. So, Ignition stolen another game from Exceed, and they are going. No, to... it's not stolen. I hate it when stolen. you say that. Oh, okay. What is it? Renegotiated it... with the parent Japanese country, company with no input from the local publisher at all. Yes. Yes. Stolen. You, you know I mean, why? I don't think that's well, they don't... fault any more than it's Ignition's fault. It's Man's AQI's gone fault. This. It's what? It's AQI's fault. They're yeah. reselling it. Yeah. That's, it's, it's, this, this is pretty much all on AQ Interactive. What What is well, Kiro it's, saying? It's, Hold on. What is What is Mad Dog? What? I said that Man God had a hand in this. Oh, Sha- uh, Shane Bettenhausen? Of course he did. I, it seems to be that one of his core business practices, what's Exceed Publishing? Yeah, let's go get that. <laughs> well, that's one of the... Uh, uh, I think it's one of the problems with uh, Exceed's agreement is they don't have any way to secure the development. Uh. Um, they are given it to by AQI because, quote, no one else wants it. You know, and they're, you know, do they think they can make money in it? Yeah. And then AQI goes, oh. Didn't XC well, do one of the Kingdom Hearts games? Yeah, back um, when they yeah, had the Yeah, the guy who's Enix. the president of Exceed made the first two Kingdom Yeah, well, it's like, why would that be a game no one else wants? No, no, no. You're, 
that was when they had an alliance with Square Enix. Oh, and they, they finally branched anymore? off when independent. Oh, okay. And then they signed this agreement with AQI to, you know, be owned by them. Oh. AQI becomes the decider on what they do. And if AQI decides that they can sell it off to someone else Maybe and not only get the money for making the game and publishing it, but also for someone just randomly giving the money because they want to publish it, yeah. why aren't they going to do that? Okay. So... That's I why mean, it's one of those decisions that it's really good business-wise, but it's pretty crappy PR-wise. Well, as long as it doesn't kill Xseed. Xseed is protected by AQI, so if AQI is selling off what they're trying to do, they're not just going to kill Xseed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I suppose not. They're, I mean, Xseed is going to pay for their work it, either way. Yeah. It makes Xseed sad. Yeah. Of course. Because, I mean, they put may... all this work into the game, and then AQI comes along and says, Doink! Ooh, I know what yeah. I'm going to buy. And the part of the problem with that may be people who are core to Exceed may or may not stay. Because if they get enough morale that's, you know, upsetting, they, you know, people just say, you know, this isn't worth it. I get to work on something I really like and then it gets pulled away from me. That is its own issue. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, the gamer, uh, you said the PR issue. I mean, I think a lot of the the audience that both Exceed and Nation are going for are these really dedicated, informed, hardcore gamers and no, the problem is is that they're only semi-informed because this <laughs> idea that, you know, Ignition... Whoa, sorry, my chair just let go. Um, the idea that Ignition stole the game is really, really inaccurate, but it's kind of the going well, thing. I just, well, I'm just bugged no, by all the news I'm, stories I don't even mention a... that Exceed was going to do it to begin with. They, like, completely forget. That's the only thing that really bugs me. Or or that Exceed gave up on the project like they did with Muramasa. They gave like up on it? Kotaku continues no. to say that Exceed gave up on Muramasa. No, and see, that's and not accurate that's at all, is it? That's not the situation at no. all. No, that's frustrating. That's not the, yeah, and so people We gotta defend Exceed here. They gave us dating topics, <laughs> or dating tips. We gotta... <laughs> was the yeah. E3 this two years this ago. is the PR problem with AQI selling these titles off, is that you get 80 bazillion stories about what's really going on. The people that know the truth, no one listens to them, and you get the sensationalism, you know blog posts that are like it was stolen and they just gave it up and they didn't care enough and it's like ugh. yeah they're, they're digging at something that isn't there it's, a, it's right. strictly a you know well, exceed yeah, doesn't really have anything to do with it so well i'm glad you guys could clear it up so yeah. uh anyway the <laughs> the upside <laughs> is our cries fantasia is coming out um we don't have a date though so Ignition's um, going to do it. Yeah, It's coming out. In the <laughs> so, summer. I think. It, it was delayed till the summer, I thought. Okay. All right. Um, next story is about Atlas being on PSP, which we kind of already covered. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, oh, I know. Here's what everyone's been waiting for. Valhalla Knights. Mm. <laughs> Where's Glenn at? <laughs> it's his favorite game. Uh, Valhalla Knights 2 Battle Stance for the PSP. It's a retooling of Valhalla Knights 2. Um, which which originally came out on what the PS two or something? Nobody knows. I'm not awake. Valhalla Knights two. What did it come out on PSP? Yeah. So Valhalla Knights two. So maybe just, it won't suck. Version. The party sizes ah. dropped from six to four to mitigate the slowdown that occurred during combat. <laughs> I, do, I do remember that. Actually, I guess that's one good. way to deal with it. Party is that really the reason they gave? That's terrible to actually admit that like that. Party member and enemy AI has been tweaked to accommodate the drop in allies. The nameless tower is now fifty floors instead of ten. The new quests and additional teleport points have been added as well. Um, you know what they need? Yeah. What? 
a, a better story and a complete rebalancing of the game. So a new game, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But they did that with, you know, the Hollow Knight's Wii, and mm-hmm. it didn't come out any better. So. No. Okay, so that's... Yeah. All right. Here's, an, here's, here's one I can't even pronounce. Let's just say that the early reviews um, don't indicate that they've actually changed anything. What, the so. Japanese reviews? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. We well, just cover it because we less. have to, I think, at this point. Because <laughs> we like XE. Yeah, because we like XE. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I don't know why, after they keep giving us this and losing all the titles we so want. They gave us Half Minute Hero. <laughs> they did? Yes. Oh, Little was, King Story. Oh, that's right. Okay. I didn't and play Little King Story, story but um, I did I did just download Half Minute Hero. Thank you, XSeed. Right now I'm downloading Yggdra Union to make Anna happy. She's supposed to go squee. Thank you. Thank you. I was waiting for that squee. All right. <laughs> 15 bucks on my PSP? I like that. That's, that's awesome. Yggdra Union, by the way, 535 megabytes. Half Minute Hero, 101. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot to Half Minute Hero. <laughs> did you pick that up, Michael? Did anybody here pick up Half Minute Hero? I did. I forgot it came out because I was busy. I playing have it. it on my Christmas list, so okay. I'm yeah. avoiding buying it. I tried oh, to drop the and I was I, like, "If I do not get this, make sure you buy it for me." I, I have it. I was going to talk about it later on. Oh, good, good. All right. So later on. I can't wait to hear about that. Yeah. Um. Just yeah. You, you'll we'll get fill it. you in on the we'll way. Fill you in on the way. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Mimana Er Chronicle. I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> I don't know what language is this. I didn't understand. Mimana Yar. I I don't know what this is. I can't even begin to hazard a good guess at how to do it right. Do you guys know in the chat room? Mimana Yar. You you probably haven't heard about. Axis Games is bringing it out. It's called Mimana Yar Chronicle. Maybe Mimana Iyar Chronicle. Mimana Mimama. Myanmar. Is that is that is that what that is? Isn't that a country name, man? You have the most culture of the people on the show right now. We've got a Southern boy, a Utah boy, a Wisconsin boy, a Canada um, Eskimo, and um, I don't know, whatever Kiro is. So you're the one who's got the most chance at this. Wait, which one was I? Uh, Just because I have a degree in Asia doesn't mean I know how to pronounce this. You have a degree in Asia? (laughs) I like that. No, I like that. I've got a degree in Asia. It's like Aaron has like a master's in Asia. She what? Aaron has like a master's in Asia. Really? Your wife? Go ask her. She's a little busy. So what's the baby doing? How how are you getting away with being here without the taking care of the baby right now? Um, actually, the baby will typically sleep. Its first sleep is between six and eight hours. Okay. So and. You know what? What am I supposed to do? They're they're doing their thing, and I'm supposed to dote over it or something, and do everything for her while she recovers. Harry pooped on me. I'm done with that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he didn't waste any time. No, he didn't. That was, that was like, like here's what later. I think of you, and I'm going <laughs> to let you know starting now <laughs> Wait, and for the he, rest of he, your life. I mean, you know, T- TMI here. He, he wakes up, he eats, he pees on Aaron. She gives him to me. He poops on me. I'm like, awesome. This is great. The family's We're complete now. You're bonded. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> New baby stories are always the worst. All right, so Mian, Miana, Mimana, Mimana, Mimana Ir, Yar. Mimana oh Ir. Let's go. Just with hope that. they rename it. Let's go. With I that. hope so too. This is the one where I don't want the original name. It'll be coming to North America, spring 2010, on UMD. Download on the PSN store, of course, because like everyone's doing that now. Thank you, PSP Go. <laughs> 
Tail. All right, so people from Tales of Destiny Two, which I never played, I have no idea if that was any good, and Lunar, which I did and was, they are working on the story, and it's told through hand-drawn anime cutscenes, fully voiced event sequences, and other than that, it looks kind of like you know your standard 32-bit RPG from the screenshots I saw. You know, wander around a map, get into battle, zoom in on battle. What did you read about it? I didn't read about it. What does it say? Oh, well, I was reading the access page, and it's uh, it's a little odd, because it's supposed to have some sort of dating element to it, but <laughs> then they weren't clear on that, and the girls looked really young, and I'm like, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> see if I can that gets in trouble real fast here in Utah. <laughs> uh, wait, no, 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 no. Utah's the one where you can actually, you know, get married at 14, isn't it? So you're okay. You can have multiple wives, but I, I want to do the underage thing. No, I was pretty sure when, at least when I was in Utah, you know, legal marriage was fourteen. That's not insulting. No younger than Utah. that. Wow, I shouldn't have added Michael to the call. So <laughs> what? this game will be coming out, and it's battle system similar to the Tail series, apparently. So apparently, it's not a traditional. It's uh, real time and fast paced. So I guess you control the characters while you're in battle. So that's different. That's important to note. And go check out the screenshots, see if you can figure it out. And other than that, go camp NeoGAF. I'm sure someone's having a fangasm over this somewhere. It's got that look like it could be, right? No? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> We've also got a review on the site this week from uh, Mr. Zach Wellhouse. Mm-hmm. He reviewed Phantom Brave We Meet Again, which is the deliciously subtitled port of Phantom Brave to the Wii. Now, this came out on the PS2 a number of years ago. It's a strategy RPG from NIS. So if you like that stuff, this is pretty much right up your alley for that. Otherwise, it doesn't sound like it's going to do anything for you. So, The pluses, highly customizable characters, quirky music. Unfortunately, the story wavers between cute and too cute, and there's a lot of grinding, like any other NIS game, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Uh, that I was wrong. It is that was pretty standard. Canada's 14, though. 14 what? 14 for marriage in Canada. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Phantom Brave. Phantom, well, hey. There's nothing more to say about that either, really. <laughs> no, no, really. Did any of you guys good. ever try Phantom Brave? I don't know about Yes. Yeah? Yes. I didn't you, get very far. You didn't like... You no, didn't... me neither. Okay, so that's 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 Phantom Brave for you. All right, good to know. Mm-hmm. Don't don't buy it then, I guess. <laughs> we meet well, again, and I to- hey. thought I told you never to talk to me anymore. Is should be the subtitle. <laughs> why are you still here? <laughs> why, are you, why are you still talking to me? <laughs> When, when this first announced, we were doing a re-release in a Wii version. I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the games you could port to Wii, why don't you do like you know yet another Disgaea port or something, right? No, because they probably put Waggle in it and make it even more boring. But no, but anyway. You don't have to play it. <laughs> Just get it out there for people. Okay. I think, I I think what we need on the Wii who... is... I think what we need on the Wii is something that uses the Wii Fit board... And um, the engine from Wii Music to make a live-action uh, Rhapsody game that you actually have, actually have to play the songs. That would be interesting. <laughs> That's what we're missing. Is one word for it. <laughs> hey, would love interesting it. is a safe word. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe combine it with the virtual audience that uh, that votes on your singing and whether or not you get to stay in the game. <laughs> You know, every week? No, no, that'd just be terrible. That'd be mean. That case going flat. Need more waggle. Yeah. Right. I think we need more Rhapsody re-releases. I think that's what we're missing. Um, how about a game you guys care about? Final Fantasy Thirteen? Anybody? Yes. Yes, right. yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay. So some 
IGN had a big story, you know, with some interview stuff and and whatnot. But uh, it, from Famitsu, the important reveal though, no uh, no install on the PS3 version. So they are that just going to put... what? Well, I mean, no install means slow down, doesn't it? <laughs> it usually oh. it does, and that's what they're saying. They're saying um, don't be worried about load times. The only t- Time you'll see load times is when you transition from town to field. When you're out in the field, the game is seamless. Toriyama says the game's tech staff tackled loading early on in order to keep the experience as smooth as possible. And I would imagine, no doubt, try to keep it so that they can more easily have the same, you know, game mechanics on the PS3 and the 360 version. But I have no idea for sure on that. I wouldn't mind an optional option for saving. I know. I I would, too. We're going to notice it. Remember, this is the... Uh, Square Enix released Dragon Quest Eight, which also had the no loading. Uh, that was on PS2. It doesn't matter. They what they they're basically well, it wasn't even an option around you. <laughs> yeah. No load times were an option, and they made it so there's absolutely no load times in that game. Okay. But when you do go into a town, it gets kind of annoying because sometimes you need to run back and forth, and you have to wait a little bit. Well, yeah. I always do that. I'll, I'll like go into a town. Oh, why am I here? I don't need anything here. And then I'll leave. And they're like, wait, no, no, I needed that one thing there. And I'll go there. And then I'm like, wait, no, I didn't. Yep. Oh, no, yeah, I did. And I'm probably yeah, the only one who has that, but I always end up doing that in games. Yeah, it works here. real. Oh, I hit the real. right button that time. No, I meant to hit left. Darn it. <laughs> it works real well for me because I've, I've still got an original PlayStation 3 and with only 60 gigabytes of hard drive space. It gets full up with these installs real fast. Jeez, so, what the heck are you putting on there? You found Why don't you just buy a new on? hard drive, man? Yeah, you could just do the hard drive upgrade. Yeah, you know, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm what? afraid I'll You could spend $50, you could probably get like a 200 gig hard drive. Um, 250. Yeah, but if I, if I break it in transition, I can't get another one. It's the backwards compatible one. So, um, How are you I, breaking it in transition? You keep it's the actually original hard drive separate. It's incredibly easy to yeah. change it. Yeah. Hmm. They even let you, you can even thing. hook up an external drive first and back up all your data just to be sure. Which I actually yep. would recommend highly. <laughs> uh, anyway, public service announcement. Public service announcement. System. Try it out. Well, you know, the, for those people who don't want to take the time installing a video card because it's too hard, you know. You mm-hmm. <laughs> shun, shun the unbelievers. What? Well, <laughs> no, don't worry about it. It's uh, oh. <laughs> a reference. All right. So that's what was the other thing? Um, you guys care about versus thirteen, Ajito thirteen, and the third birthday? Not until, like, well, third birthday, yeah. Well, they, not... supposedly they're saying that uh, Nomura talked about it, but uh, <laughs> his statements like, are that the Versus 13 footage that we saw where the game was being shown not as a trailer, but as somebody shooting a development workstation showing portions of the game that they're working on, the, mm-hmm. he, he made it clear that's just test footage, in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> And he said the giant beasts and stuff had no textures and the dinosaurs at the end of that trailer. Oh, nobody's seen this, have they? I'm sorry. No. You guys didn't see this this trailer. This is, at thir- this is at TGS, and they show this trailer, and you see him like wandering around the city some, and then he goes outside oh, and he's fighting big beasts and stuff. Yeah, I know, because I actually saw it. Um, <laughs> the giant beasts had no textures on them, which I didn't even notice because it was such crappy footage being shown. And they just, apparently the, put, the creatures are put in as a means of testing how large they could make them. So I guess don't don't expect to see dinosaurs in the final game, I guess. Um, and, they'll have feathers. Eh, whatever, none of this matters. <laughs> They're basically saying that all the stuff you saw in that trailer basically doesn't matter. <laughs> so that's, that's the end of Versus 13. The trailer doesn't matter. The end. <laughs> The actual gameplay experience, he says, will be an extension of Kingdom Hearts, but blended with the newness and nostalgic feel of Final Fantasy. Mm. 
So that means Michael won't like it because he doesn't like Kingdom Hearts. No. Uh, one quick question. You mentioned the third birthday. Is that the Parasite Eve game? Yes, it is. Yeah. They showed right, cool. the <laughs> they showed like snippets of the FMV from that game. It was not like a trailer. They didn't really show the game. Too bad. I'm hearing good things though from what I hear from the press, so I'm looking forward to that. How can they have they played well, it? So somewhere? some people have some people have seen some stuff behind closed doors. It's okay. like a third person sort of like Resident Evil four. Okay. But in the Parasite Eve universe. Okay, okay. Oh yeah. Kiro, you gotta take off? Yes, sir. All right, thank you for being with us today. Um, no give people your rocks, by the way. Everybody. Where can people find you on the web? On <laughs> on RP Gamer. What's <laughs> your Twitter? Froze. He uh, actually has Twitter's... to tw- tweet to you know. Yeah, just... I haven't tweeted in whoa. Well, well, have people follow right? you anyway. What is it? Kiro L M, I think. Kiro L M. Thanks, Kiro. Yes. All right. You guys take it easy. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Bye. 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 Alright, that was Kiro Lamar or Victor Balbion. <laughs> I always want to say mm-hmm. this is his screen name. Now, he's gonna have like ten thousand requests now. I know, that'd be awesome. <laughs> we don't have ten thousand. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> uh, looking at anything else, I'm trying to digest any part of this article that has any real stuff, and there's like nothing. Ajito, okay, the Tokyo Game Show, bo- show battle footage represented something close to the final form of the battle system. I'm telling you, I don't remember a damn thing about the battle footage that they showed there. That was so short. Eh, so that's useless. And then the uh, the Parasite Eve stuff, um... The blurred bits of gameplay shown during the reel made it look like a third-person shooter. The footage was blurred, explained Nomura, because there were some areas that the staff did not want to show. (laughs) We're going to show you a trailer, but we don't want to actually show it to you, so we're going to blur it all out. (laughs) It was so blurred that I thought it was just a trailer thing. All right. Mm. What are you going to do? All right, so Mm -hmm. so much for good info from Square Enix, but nobody's (laughs) surprised at the same time, are they? No. No. All right. (laughs) How about the other big behemoth in RPG gaming right now? Um, Monster Hunter Try. Been out on uh, Japan for a little while now, right? Yeah. Didn't I what? Didn't you make fun of this game? Of course I did. But uh, the Japanese like it, so I'm supposed to like it, right? No. No? Okay. They like Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) I like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, something wrong with you. Yeah, I know. All right, so... This is a game that has a, let's see, has a multi, as the MTV multiplayer blog puts it, it's a Pokemon level phenomenon in its native Japan. Which I suppose okay. is right. Um, is, I gotta tell you, I'll, I went I'll to Japan. You know what they're playing at the Pokemon level phenomenon? They're playing Dragon, Dragon Quest. Quest. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right. So, well, at, at this rate, so far, Pokemon Platinum and Pearl, Diamond, Diamond and Pearl have still outsold Dragon Quest Nine. So, yeah. Well. They got ways to go. The one they're playing is Dragon Quest. That's all I can say. And it's everybody. It's <laughs> well, people it's you couldn't expect to be. So, well, yeah, that's true. So the Monster Hunter Tri series is coming out here in the spring. Uh, the series. Uh, the Monster Hunter Tri game is the first uh, Monster Hunter series game on the Wii. Um, it's going to have the online component. but and, and here's my favorite part. It's not going to have friend codes. It completely circumvents friend codes. It's on their own servers, and you can just log in right from the game menu and say no, none of that Nintendo BS for, for their online. Fine. Nice. I, this makes me want to love Monster Hunter, even though it's Mon- Monster Hunter. Just the fact that they're doing this. They're doing what even, um, I don't even think, uh, what's that, sh- uh, Conduit did that. Nope. And probably because they're on Nintendo's servers, but... That's 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 the trick, I guess. Host your own servers and do whatever you want. This here's the rub. 
um, in Japan, they charge you to play online. And it looks like they may charge you to do it here. They haven't decided yet. I did read one article, though, saying that um, the American market probably wouldn't stand for it. They they can't even stand for Monster Hunter. Period. Are you really going to put a barrier to entry <laughs> of pain for that exactly. on top of it? That's what I'm I, I just it sounds like a really bad idea to me. I don't know. Are you guys interested in monster, trying Monster Hunter? Try it all just to to try one more time. Now that there's an actual online all- that you could play with other people, which is apparently where this game comes into its own. Would you actually be willing to try it? I would I if I didn't have to pay. Yeah, I'd be willing to give it another shot if I didn't have to pay for so you gotta it. Pay, but, but you got to no pay plan. for the. But you got to pay for the game too. Oh uh, yeah, but I don't mean the monthly fee. There's just no yeah, way. I don't need one more monthly fee. Yeah, no. that's the last thing I need. <laughs> okay, so Capcom, there you go. We'll give it a shot. But um, you know, if you can do any, I've got to say this: if you can do anything to help um, keep the online community friendly and helpful, rather than turning into this devolved um, Xbox Live market, um, that would be helpful too. Because apparently, that's what makes the game a joy to play in Japan. Oh, yeah. As soon as you don't, die, everyone else says, oh, don't worry about don't it, Don't worry man. about it. Better it's luck okay. next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good luck having that happen in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> he died. What an idiot. You know, we'll make what do you, right you talk about? Everyone would be like, you suck. Everyone quits the game and starts their own without you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, we'll make a stand. Game. Better. <laughs> we'll have an RP Gamer Guild, and that, this will be the bastion of uh, kindness and politeness. On I the, hope on you the... can. If you can, we should give that a shot just to see if we can make it work. Apparently, it's one of these games, though, where you're grinding with people for a long time. I don't know how it compares to Fantasy Star Online. I don't know how how that worked out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I got to imagine it's similar where you, you work a long time on bosses and, and get your drops and show them off by wearing them. You know, right? Yeah. PSO yeah. was... I mean, they did Universal Servers. Okay, so you could just play with the Japanese anyway. So. Yeah, you were there, and they spoke Japanese, and you waved at their moon speak, and then you but went made still, your own game. the way the online gameplay worked out, was it about grinding on bosses and getting cool equipment sets to show off to other people, or was it something else? It was mostly social. Mostly, so just hanging <clears> around there just to, Yeah, because you're equip- you were looking like your person. You didn't really have your gear swap. Okay. Um, the only thing you really had was your weapon, and that was the only thing people saw. And so it wasn't really like, yeah, I've got this cool stuff in this. It was mostly a, a totally social, oh, you know, we're hanging out. Oh, let's go kill this boss. Okay. And then four people jump in and off you go. Hmm. That's interesting. It was totally more like the buddy system than anything else. They weren't, there, there was no rankings. There was no trophy, you know, case or thing. There was no, this is my cool armor. These are my stats. There was nothing like that. It was totally social. Uh, well, speaking of the social, um, we got a nice social networking story, and it just wouldn't be RPG Cast Weekend without a Twitter story. Um, we've got um, <laughs> officially over, uh, well, not officially over Twitter, but uh, two of the people went to a UK industry event with uh, Peter Molyneux there. Um, where was the event? The BAFTA Lecture, which is the British Association for the Appreciation. I don't, I don't know what it stands for. Something about arts. Um, <laughs> Hmm. Apparently he was there. Peter Molyneux was there and said officially that F- Fable Three will have install support. So none of this waffling and everybody assuming it. Apparently it's true and it's been confirmed. But it was confirmed via two tweets from people who were there. There's been no press release or anything. So two it's industry because people. This was announced. It he wasn't said it announced. was going to use Natal at E3. He didn't say it would use Natal. He said he did the whole stupid Milo thing. Yeah, that's things that they were looking at for future games. He didn't never actually stated that Natal would use it. Oh, no. He didn't say it would. He said he wanted it to. Yeah. and Well, now it's official, and it's been announced by Twitter, but from people, secondhand, from people who were there. So there you go. Because (laughs) everything, 
that Peter wants, he basically puts into Fable and then takes it back. <laughs> so, yeah, so now he's announced it so he can pull it out. So there you go. <laughs> oh, suddenly Natal wasn't quite the refinement I really wanted. And it to give the true really experience of Fable 3, exactly I where we wanted to, to be. Fable 4. I'm oh, waiting for the announcement where Sean Cooper's going to come in and be a consulting engineer on the game. Because you know how much he loves that Fable stuff. I think he can really turn that series around. I, man, that would make oh, that me so bad. happy. That would make me so happy to see him and, and Molyneux in a death match. In a uh, cage death in match. In a cage. Oh, gosh. He's got that mace. you got to be careful with Sean. All right, so mm. here's another cool one. 3D Dot Game Heroes. Everyone's looking forward to this, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. It's like I'm in, it's as anticipated for as having a hero. It's movie. like, why are we having sarcasm? Oh, wait, no, we're not. Okay. No, we're not. We like it. <laughs> so you know what they're doing now? Like the loading screens are all like knockoffs of various 16-bit and 8-bit um, video game art or, uh, box art. So you click on the mm-hmm. link there, you'll see like they got Street Fighter 2, they got the Tetris cover, <laughs> they've got Final Fantasy V, only instead of a Chocobo, it's just a big chicken. <laughs> I love. <laughs> Castlevania, they got Chrono Trigger, it looks pretty cool. Uh, Mega Man... <laughs> Tornico. <laughs> they even got Tornico from the Dragon Quest spin-off games. That's awesome. And then some weird one I've never heard of. Uh so Well, he was in a Dragon Quest game too. You know? I know he's in Dragon Quest uh, 4, just, right? So Yeah. But still they've got the, but the box art they chose was his spin-off game. And that's pretty cool. I'm I'm still worried they're going to get in trouble by this, but I guess they're doing okay. Um it's not in I, trouble. You don't get in trouble for parodies. Mm, yeah, but they were kind of like, when does, uh, you know, homage to the, the genre and parody become It could be the exact same game almost, and you, it's still the same thing. I mean, this is like gaming yeah. since 1984. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except looking freaking awesome. In yeah, these aren't Rolexes, they're Folexes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, how many games have ripped off Final Fantasy? Nobody throws, oh, they're ripping off Final Fantasy. It's just because people touch well, they, Zelda they and people have actually, some sort of weird obsession with it. Well, they don't actually, you know, like, here's your Chocobo and here's your Moogle and here's uh-huh. your Sid. It's a chicken. It's a chicken, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 like I said, normally they don't, you know, they may go with the style, the gameplay, you know, the, the mechanics, but they don't actually say, here's your Moogle. So that's where people are going. Well, nobody's calling it a Moogle here. It's not like you're yeah. wielding the master sword. I mean, come on. No, just kind of. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I this this whole Zelda thing is a non-issue because it looks like every freaking um, advent- action adventure game that there's ever been. Which, by the way, technically, if it really is ripping off Zelda, we shouldn't cover it. Just just putting that out there. <laughs> I just think it looks. I just think it looks so cool how everything looks One like. Element of the whole thing? No, I don't think that's thing because you know. Apparently, that's the majority of the gameplay. It's like Legend of Zelda. So, all right, whatever. Yeah. It, it, it looks, I mean, if you've seen a video, it, it really looks like one of those uh, Lego games just with a very, you know, Zelda-like gameplay. Yeah. You, when, you blow, when you blow up monster or when you hit monsters, they blow up into little Lego pieces almost, little bits. All I'm saying, Mike, is I'm going to laugh so much if we finally get our hands on this and be like, you know, this isn't an RPG. We can't cover it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to buy it anyway. I know you'll buy it anyway. <laughs> it's just you'll want to do the review, and so I'm just saying... No, I'm not as big in reviewing as I used to be. All right. Well, Unless it comes out holiday season and there's 14,000 games and five reviewers, you know, I'm not really up on reviewing. What <laughs> <laughs> works to do. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. You know who else is doing work? Hironobu no. Sakaguchi. 
Oh, what's yeah, he doing? He, he, we haven't heard from him in a long time, have we? I thought no, he got bored after Lost like, Odyssey. Uh, no one wants my games. I'm just going to hole, hole up and disappear, right? But uh, <laughs> apparently not. He posted a picture of a Lego dude surfing on his keyboard, which I don't know what's up with that, but he, I know that he uses a Mac, apparently. And uh, <laughs> he's uh, also got uh, a little poem. And the poem is, keyboard, anyway. am I an idle man? I wonder, oh, trust me, Mike, no one is going to choose to use that keyboard outside of uh, getting uh, it free uh, with a Mac. I knew someone in my last job who had a Mac keyboard attached to a PC. The little tiny thin one that has like no feedback yeah. or anything? Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. All right. He's it's, like, this is my favorite keyboard ever. Oh, God. <laughs> it was pretty great. At least if it's the, the wireless one, maybe. But no. I mean, okay. No. Am I an <laughs> idle man, I wonder? Well, I am just ty- trying to pass time. I, I am working hard on a new project. Now we are being rushed into the finishing stage. No matter what, I will make it really good. So it's, it's not really a poem, I guess. but uh, that's... that's really crappy, actually. Okay. <laughs> the so... point is, he, this his blog I... entry started out, he was all happy finding surfboard parts for Lego. And uh, yeah, anyway, so the point is, he's working on something and it's almost done, it sounds like. So that's good. Yay! Okay. It's just we really need to hear something else. Stay that quiet. Yeah, I know. That's not a good sign necessarily, is it? it means nobody not wants to. Him. That means nobody's picked it up yet to publish. Or they well, publish he may it. not have to worry about that. They if it's just it, through they? Microsoft Studios, you yeah. don't have to care. Yeah. And Microsoft just saying, eh, we'll wait. Microsoft saying, is it done yet? Is you know what yet? else? Okay, so something actually cool from Microsoft this week. Did you see? Um, the Carnegie Mellon team who came up with a D&D system to run on a Microsoft Surface. Yeah. This was uh, freaking awesome. So, this was, was two cool. weeks ago. Well, all right, it, it hit the rounds this week. So you go to, um, there's a long URL, www.etc.cmu.edu slash projects slash Surface Scapes, S-U-R-F-A-C-E-S-C-A-P-E-S slash index.html. Um, or just Google for Surface Scapes, and um, you, you should be able to find it. And uh, click you on Media and the Demo. The yeah, I should. And then you can you can get a video of their whole walkthrough of how D&D would work on a Surface, where you have these little figures, and they've got some sort of RFID tag or something on them so the system knows which figure is what that you put down. And you've got player markers that represent you, and like you put it on the screen, and it puts a little menu next to your guy that shows all the actions and stuff you can do and the monsters you're fighting um can be like i guess they can be like figures but it looks like the demo they give they're actually animated on the screen so you've got your character who's all painted up and looks awesome he's walking around you say okay do this uh, fireball at this monster and it'll show the fireball flowing through the air and blowing up the monster and it's got all the rules and stuff you need and takes care of it all for you and um it's got a separate screen that the gm just does on a separate you know, computer to kind of control the monster's movement. So the, so the characters, you know, it, it kind of, I guess in a way it kind of separates the GM's involvement from the game. It's more like, um, the, you know, other than just his narration, but, uh, uh, it still looked pretty freaking sweet. And what I saw this from, I, what I thought they immediately came to mind is that you could network sync this. Mm-hmm. If everybody had a surface, everybody could have one in their house and it'd be synced over the network and everyone would have their token and it would communicate all the stuff and it would say, this is your turn now and you go ahead and do it. And it would really be like having a virtual tabletop, you know, a tabletop experience across the country. It looked freaking awesome. Hmm. But no Sound one, real. no one's ever going to have surfaces, so it's never going to It's a $10,000 <laughs> device to play D&D. It's, it's got to be cheaper by now. That was a couple of years ago. 
they're still working on the on the technology. Now it's only five thousand dollars. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is the same technology, by the way. These screens seem very similar to the arcade machines I used in the in Japan, where they had the also the detection of your cards and where they were on the screen. So, I don't know. I don't think you need all the surface features for this. So, kind of a dumbed down D and D surface would be pretty cool. I think. Yeah. This would even work on an Apple tablet. The same basic technology, if they ever make one. <laughs> Uh, no, no, it wouldn't because you couldn't track. Because a tablet would be touch base. You need something that has RFID tracking or camera tracking on the surface to track an object that doesn't have um, moisture or skin or pressure. And you need to know. If you need to be able to distinguish one op- object from another. So, a traditional touchscreen won't work. Sadly, even though I wish it would. <laughs> Not even just like moving positions, like moving virtual posi- people into place, that well, kind of thing. The, the thing is, you need to know which piece is what, so it needs to be able to t- tag it somehow. Are we talking about physically putting objects on the surface? Yeah. Oh, okay, then that's the part I missed, sorry. Yeah, you put your figure, you put him on the surface right there, and he knows who it is. Yeah, you're right. If you just made it completely virtual, then, I mean, you could do that right now with that other D&D software, like click on your guy and I'm going to move over there. Uh, what's, what's, the, what's the free stuff that's out now? Does anybody know? For what the the D and D software that's out there right now that you can use that isn't from the that isn't from Wizards yeah I don't know oh yeah um okay I was so hoping Wizards would actually release something I haven't yeah there's there's a there's some sort of product that's either freeware or they're charging for it or something but it's it's doing all the stuff that D and D Promise would do that they haven't released it's just Hmm. a it's a virtual game table someone in the forums hopefully can print a link to it um. Yeah, I think this would be freaking awesome. But uh, go check out the video. Check it out. Uh, hey, you got old. you got spare money. Just go to your house and you'll buy one of these. Okay, if you're all coming to my house, we don't need this because we could just play. No, no, no we, we yeah, but this would still make it more awesome. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> just start by playing. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. <sighs> all right. Um, and that's that, that's it for news this week. Uh, why don't we go around and do our picks? Uh, Michael, we'll do this last. Um, we didn't inform you ahead of time um, that everybody uh, takes a makes a pick of uh, either one or two games that you uh, either been playing recently or on your mind for some reason that you want to recommend to people or talk about or really uh, you could do an anti pick where you want to tell people don't get this crap. Um, okay. And, and you know, uh, why don't so we this start is to... replacing our now playing? Uh, for this week. So, Manny, why don't we start with you? Um, or not? <laughs> Sorry, one second. Did you go first? <laughs> <laughs> hey, JC, you had one, didn't you? Yeah, I've been playing um, uh, Half Minute Hero uh, all week. Ah, uh, so that's your uh, pick. Nice. My pick. I was. Uh, we were in the. We were in the mall. The missus was buying a bunch of clothes and whatnot. And I saw that on the shelf. And I showed it to her, and she said, "Wow, that reminds me of." You, except it's about 25 seconds too long. So, oh oh my gosh. That's terrible. (laughs) That's awesome. So I picked up what was left in my email. You need half-minute divorce lawyers, what you need now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done with you. Goodbye. (laughs) Went ahead and um, and picked that up. Yeah, it's it's really cute. You... um, it's got different modes to play with. The, the main, uh, the first mode, uh, you're playing what really comes across as a basic, almost a Nintendo-style uh, DS like Dragon Warrior, except uh, you've only got 30 seconds to reach or uh, to take care of the uh, the big guy in the castle. Um, so anytime you're over land, uh, the clock is ticking. The battles are extremely fast. When you run into a monster, uh, he'll um, he'll automatically uh, attack. 
and uh, we'll both both you and the monster will just attack each other and the battle will be over in, in less than a second at a time you really don't do anything in the battle but just watch it and use a healing item if you have it if you if you need to uh when you go to the towns the clocks does stop so you can read the text and and buy the occasional item if you need to but it, you really don't need to spend more than five seconds in a the town they're very small there's only a couple of people to talk to this sounds like it would get kind of repetitious well, after a while but they what's that the, the clock stops in town yeah after it stops the, after the second mission yeah you just you don't uh, you just you, you don't spend more than five seconds in there just because there isn't a whole lot to do in those towns no, but really, they didn't really spend the time on dialogue there yeah um uh, but um, it sounds like it get boring after a while, but they kind of shake it up a little bit as you go through uh, more and more missions um, and whatnot. And I understand there's 50 of them or so, give or take. Um, and then you play, I also spent some time playing the uh, half minute, uh, I think it was villain or something like that. And uh, that's more of a real time strategy. Again, it's focused on a 30 seconds, so it's a very fast game, but you're a little dark, uh, little dark uh, wizard guy that can summon up uh, three different types of monsters. Uh, and and use them to fight, you know, other humanoids and monsters that are in your way. And there's a paper rock scissors uh, relationship there. So you you want to summon fast guys against archers or big brutes against uh, small fast guys type of thing. So it's real fast to the point. It's it's just fun to sit down and play in, in short spurts. I haven't gotten into any of the other modes yet, and I understand that you can unlock uh, Hero 300, which uh, which is a which is a longer 300, I guess, 300 second version. And uh, it's Sparta. Uh, That'd be five minutes, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. Sorry. No, five minutes. I'm, I'm, five. I'm lost. Yeah, five minutes. Math. Yeah. Here you go. Bad math. <laughs> and, and then the one I'm really looking forward to seeing is, uh, is, uh, is Hero 3, three seconds. So I, I, <laughs> 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 well, wow. my wife said she's already seen it, but I haven't seen it yet. So. Oh, again. Hey. This is this is uh, a repeat. This that's a uh, that's repeat. my pick of the week. If you're looking for something original, um, something that's fast and easy to play on the go, uh, it's 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 a great purchase. No, oh, that's great. So, well worth the three dollars price tag. Yeah, yeah. I, right. I, I yeah. Don't that is thirty dollars. That's thirty dollars in stores mine. and on PSN right now, right? I just heard a minor complaint that people were saying it seems so short that maybe it should be like twenty dollars or something like that, but. Well, there's all those uh, extra know, modes, you know, right? That's that. No, that's a good point. Um, if you, it, you know, and, and on paper it does look that way, but it's really the variety of gameplay modes that kind of makes it worth it. If it was just the 30 second hero part, it would only be worth, uh, or uh, it would only be worth uh, 15 bucks or so. But they've got the different modes, and um, so you got 30 second hero, you got the 30 second villain. There's also a 30 second princess, which plays like a shooter game. Uh, I can plus, imagine lots of replay value, right? Yeah, so, and yeah, and as you play more, you unlock different things, and it's got challenges. They're kind of like uh, trophies in most PlayStation games that you can accomplish by by doing these way-out-of-the-way goals. So you'll go back, and I find myself already, even though I haven't beat the game yet, I already find myself going back and playing some of the old boards to see if I can unlock some of those uh, achievements or just get my time down. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah. So I'm I'm just looking through this PSP store a little bit more. Was that Lord of the Rings Tactics game? Was that any good? Does anybody I remember? I don't know. Good question. Okay, it's like ten bucks, and I'm tempted. To just I know. I'm it. so tempted to see. I see all these great so games. games. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I should Man, get it. Should I get Gran Turismo? A... I wonder. Man, I don't know. Actually, as a matter of fact, I have. What? I have a, I have a pick I'm this sweet. week from the PSN store. Oh, okay. Nope. So what's your pick, Manny? 
Oh, I didn't want to cut you off. Are you, are you done? Uh, oh, I, no. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm all done. Um, my first pick is an actual RPG this week, and it was a uh, 6.99 on the PSN store. It's a Suikoden One. I never got the chance to play this when it first came out, so I, it's great to go back and uh, see where the series started. And I am loving this game. It is just so brisk. It's. I mean, a lot of games I feel they get bogged down with too much exposition or just too much needless. Um, yeah, too much needless exposition. But this just the dialogue is brisk. It's interesting. I mean, I, I don't feel like I'm wasting any time. I'm just going from my next objective to my next objective. Uh, the sprites are. I mean, the sprites look fantastic. They great animation. I I love. I even love the, like the battle. Uh, the battlefield transformation. How it's like a little bubble that like bursts on screen and you're in a fight really quickly. I mean, it's just, I'm really impressed that this game came out so long ago and it's, for me, it holds up really, really well. And that was, uh, again, Suikoden. Suikoden, Suikoden 1. PS- and how much is it PSN. on PSN? $5.99. So if you've never played it, why not? Good luck and you can play it on your PS3 or PSP. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I totally get two out there. No, two isn't so hard to find. Oh, I, that's what I'm waiting for. As soon as they put two on the store, I'm going to buy it like that second. As soon as they put two on the store, everybody who's on eBay trying to sell it for 100 bucks is going to be pissed. Sucks I, I hope they do that. <laughs> this is the one good thing about digital distribution is that those games that are impossible to find are super rare, and now they're accessible to everybody. See, that was my, that was my feeling about Half Minute Heroes. Like, well, Exceed isn't that big. I should run out and buy it. <clears throat> well, now I just download it, I can wait until I have time to play it before I go and buy it and play it. So I'm not really in a rush now. Exactly, and it's not even—it's not like it's going to drop in price on the digital store anyway. So there's no real rush to play it. I mean, get it unless well, you're going to actually play. It, well, it, well, it's yeah, true. They it have can't. sales. Like, like there's sale every week. Yeah, I mean, if they ever, you know, mature the store to be like the iPod, iPhone store. Or, you know. Well, interesting. There is a sale on on uh, PSN this week that, and it, I think most people should take advantage of. It's a uh, the full Burnout Paradise, fifteen ninety nine. I mean, nice. fourteen. Oh, that's saving five bucks. Uh, that includes the party pack. I'm not sure about that, but but even if it doesn't, it's fifteen dollars for a game that gigantic. Yeah, and with that's that much huge. Of multiplayer and online so much, plays and so much add-ons that they added. That's amazing. Yeah, oh, that's right. All the free content add-ons. So. Yeah, they had that first year of free content. And now they've got that other year of paid content. It's just so much stuff you can put on that game. It's amazing. I need to play that with somebody. Uh, with you. you know, I paid forty. I paid. Uh, I think I paid fifty dollars for that game, and I don't regret paying. I that picked it up when it was twenty, and oh my gosh, what a great deal! Yeah, I don't regret it at fifty. Let me just put it that way. So at I 15, can't see how you could. <laughs> Wait, oh, and one, you said Burnout Paradise is fifteen dollars on the yeah PSN. Burnout Paradise, the full download. Yeah. Really, that yep. is a good deal. Yes, it is. <laughs> Everyone's getting really interested. Now. <laughs> I, I should just... get Michael to buy it, and then we can play. But he oh, we should all time. get to play. It's like we have eight player say online. What? Let's all just play together. What did Michael, Michael say? Michael has no time. Yeah, I know. Oh, you don't have time for right, half the game. You own tons of games that you don't have time for. This would just be another one. Um, it's not half. It's only one third. All right. And one final quick pick, and I'm done. Is um, actually before you I do don't... make that pick, Manny. I think we need to to have pause and have a small commercial break. Um, this week, our show is going to be uh, brought to you by. Well, they're not really a sponsor at all, but we need to have a commercial just for the thing I'm doing this week. And <laughs> the... what? <laughs> well, I'll explain it to you later, Michael. <laughs> the... Go paste your meat. <laughs> yeah, go paste your meat. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, your Twitch this network listener, that makes a lot of sense. Time. You guys are uh, like all weird. No, we didn't explain it to the audience. They got to figure it out. Um, so we, Manny and I, you know, this show 
two of the the main people on it, me and Manny. I mean, let's face it, we're the most important, right? And uh, of course, of Thank course, you. and we so so much of our lives have been positively impacted by the iPhone app store, don't you think, Manny? I absolutely agree. I, and yeah, you know, it's so really much that you're turning into a robot right now. It's just amazing <clears throat> what it's doing to you. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if he's been derobified. Or going <laughs> barely just, apparently you went to sleep. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so oh, like you're saying, it, Good. it's such a positive influence that it's transformed it's like, the way I look at mobile games. Oh, the App Store! Oh my gosh, I love the App Store so much. Um, Manny, do you have you know as part of our continuing unpaid sponsorship for the App Store, we need to give a, a recommendation or a pick of something to play on the App Store? What I think there's only one game we can recommend, though, right? Well. We have to recommend the highest profile RPG on the App Store, right? I, th- I think you're absolutely correct, and 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 that is a game being put out by GameLoft. Uh, tell people about that game. That Ooh. game is Dungeon Hunter from and it oh, is Dungeon a- Hunter. Man, this game is fantastic. <laughs> well, imagine a th- uh, a Diablo clone in full beautiful 3D on your phone anytime you want it with uh complete character customization, different classes. Listen to this of- music. Oh, how can you beat this? Look at that symphonic, symphonic awesomeness. Yeah, character <laughs> classes. What were you saying? I just, I know people are trying. To, we're trying to sell him like a used car or something, but really, this is actually a really good. Well, game. he has the voice. No, I'm not using that voice. That's not my used car salesman voice. <clears throat> this is this game is this game is great. It's like it is Diablo, or it's better. This is like more you know kind of updated, but yeah. It's a six ninety nine on the store, which is a really good deal. I mean. If you want to see how well loved this is on the App Store, it has 831 five-star reviews. Jeez. So, this game is so well done. It's like it just feels so polished and complete. It's amazing. Um, best part is it's not short. I mean, and people say like, how many app games are you going to play for more than five minutes? Well, this is probably a good 10-hour Diablo clone for 6.99 with plenty of replay value, three different classes, lots of customization, uh, all the armor and equipment. Uh, changes your character model and has like this interesting little story. I mean, it's not the deepest thing you've ever, you've ever seen, but it's like this nice story of this king come back to life and he wants to reclaim his throne and see who killed him and who usurped his. Uh, he's got to right the position. wrongs he caused while he was alive. So he's got a he's got a it's a tour, it's a tale of redemption and tragedy. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, so uh, you know, is this a commercial or one like of those? Got- is this a commercial or one of those thirty-minute infomercials? Uh, I, I something got, like that. Know. So, so go <laughs> check that out. Um, if you got an iPhone or an iPod Touch, you probably want to play it on a 3GS or one of the newer iPod Touches, don't you? Does it work well on the older ones? Um, from what I understand, it works decently well if you're work- if you're using uh, the second generation. Okay. The first generation might chug a bit, and of course, if you're using the 3GS or the the newest iPod Touches, it's going to run silky smooth and have quick load times. Good. Yeah. Highly recommended, and that's our App Store pick of the week. Um, thank you, Manny. Of course, um, anytime. So, what were you gonna? What were you gonna tell us about that before we had the ad there? Oh yeah, uh, my last my last little pick of the week is uh, something that I think uh, some PS3 owners might be interested in is uh, Insomniac's brand new game, Ratchet and Clank Future: uh, A Crack in Time. I was lucky enough to go to an Insomniac fan event the other day in Burbank, and I got to visit in the Insomniac Studios, um, their offices. Got That's to meet all the sweet. staff. I got to meet everyone who made the game, like all 41 people, including like Ted Price, the CEO, and uh, they were nice enough to autograph their. Co- I have like 40 signatures on the box of this game, and it 
even if they didn't give it to me for free and I would have bought it, it would have been an am- it's still an amazing game. The best graphics I've seen in the Ratchet and Clank series so far. I mean, the gameplay has been further refined. And for you Clank fl- fans, it's like here's a 50-50 split between Clank and Ratchet. So if you really, you know, I, I hear enough lots of people saying they don't get to play as a little robot enough, and you'll get plenty of chance to do that. If anything, my one complaint, my one complaint of this game, is that uh, you can't skip the cutscenes. Oh, boo! What the heck? They're really well done, though. They look. But if as, you like uh, die, you have to watch them again, sort of thing. Oh no, I don't think not at all. No, it's just oh, like the okay. opening cutscenes and some other stuff. Well, and, you I know, don't. When you're... I don't want to skip the cutscenes for the first time, only for the twentieth yeah. time. Well, it's because I had to. Well, the thing is, I uh, watched them while I was at Insomniac, and then when I came home, and I'm like, all right, I already saw this. I want to start playing. I was like, oh, dude, you got it. Be-. Yeah. So you got you yeah. got you got all that. I saw that autograph picture that someone had put up. Oh my gosh. Of like the insomnia. Was that you who put that up, or was no? That was the PlayStation blog. I just happened to be in the shot at the same t- at, at the right time. Yeah. Well, they they also somebody put up a an autograph copy of the game disc uh, or the whatever they were giving out there, a little poster or something like that. that would look oh yeah, awesome. yeah. I'm gonna get that poster framed. They, I have like 41 signatures on that poster. I'm gonna yeah. get it framed and hang it up. Yeah, that looks sweet. I'm jealous. All right. Um, I've got a pick of the week. Um, why don't I get mine? It's uh, for Dragon Age. Have uh, any of you guys uh, looking forward to Dragon Age? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah, so um, one of the other pre-order things they're doing that we didn't talk about earlier is this fully, um, like, a f- <laughs> there's like a full RPG that they're giving away for free on their website. You go to DragonAgeJourneys.com, G-O-U-R-N-E-Y-S, DragonAgeJourneys.com, yeah, and you can just play good. in your browser, and you, you make an EA account, you can save online. Uh, make sure to hit escape and hit save. I had trouble with that. Uh, just a tip <laughs> there for you. Um, but it's like a, you, you have a character creator. You get to choose between a rogue, a warrior, and a, a mage, uh, what, what class, what background you are, and... You get to make this character and, and just run around, and it's kind of like um, kind of a tactical layout to the actual battles. But I wouldn't really call it a full-on tactical RPG. But uh, you choose where it's to like move. The Heroes of Might and Magic style. Yeah, it's more like Heroes of Might and Magic style, only without all the units and stuff. It's just single units, and you manage their attacks and skills, and you worry about you know whether or not enemies can get behind you and stuff, and you can stealth and not, get behind them that and that stuff. Matters. It, it can actually. Well, for your rogues, rogues yeah. yeah. But other than that, it was like, yeah, he's behind me. So what? It um, almost but, sounds a little bit like the old gold box D and D games. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I don't know. Go no. check it out. Um, the and while you're leveling up, it's like it feels like you're leveling up a D and D character. Like really, like they have all the, like the talents that correspond to like feats and stuff. And you, depending on what tour, or what tier of levels you are, whether it determines whether or not you know you know what talents you can lock at that point and you get to put them all together and make a kick-ass character and go out and destroy dark spawn and complete the quest and for the quest you complete there's like three in-game awards you can unlock by playing this game Mm. i don't know how long it is probably only like five or six hours total i would think but uh yeah i don't know i've got three quests done i spent maybe an hour and a half on it yeah so uh and then of course you can play it again with a different character if you want and you got that you go to town and buy everything and do all that stuff and uh go check it out this links directly to your EA account, right? To transfer the items? Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. So you'll log in with the real Dragon Age game and get the items downloaded straight to your game. Oh, yep. fantastic. Yep. Oh, one thing I will notice is I really did like the art style. It's very cartoony, but it's it still works really well for a Flash game. And did I mention it's free? That's a free game for my pick. That's awesome. Yeah, you win. Yeah, I win. <laughs> All right. Who else needs to make a pick? I think Anna's next. 
Anna's AFK. I just think oh. that my pick is going to be really obvious because my pick is going to be Torchlight. Torchlight. <sighs> yes. How can you make a Torchlight a pick? It's not out she yet. She played it yesterday. Yeah, but I got to play it yesterday oh, because right. we got to visit the Runic office yesterday. That's and we true. had an interview Ooh. with their lead QA, Ian, and their PR, uh, Goddess Wonder. Are they in oh, Canada? Oh, no, they're, they're in, in Seattle. Seattle. Oh, all right. They're like a block from the convention center. Yeah, we. It it was funny because I was talking to them like, "Where do we eat?" And I'm like, "Well, see, I know where the convention center is, and I know where the water is, and the rest of Seattle's kind of like this void." So <laughs> I, I didn't know where they were anywhere. But we ended but, up going to Giorgio Subs, best sub in town. Oh, <laughs> Giorgio Subs is basically some guy who's figured out how to buy all the Subway ingredients and stuff, and not have the Subway branding. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous, and they and I hear you. They, they even had like five dollar foot longs when you were there, right? No, every foot long was five dollars. Yes, <laughs> way to copy. But that that was their Friday special was all twelve inch subs. For no, no, no. Bucks. It was a grand opening, which I was confused about because we'd eaten there a month packs. and a half before. <laughs> grand opening again. So, so Anna's in pick case of the you week, forgot, Giorgio subs. Giorgio yes. subs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So tell us so about my pick of the week is Torchlight. What did you learn about Torchlight while you were up there? Tell us. Um, well, I got to play the two like well, they had all three classes available at PAX, but unfortunately, I had not played the game since E3. So I sat down and I played the Vanquisher. She's a female character. She focuses more on ranged weapons, and I actually really, really liked playing that class. It was fantastic to play it. And then I decided to play the alchemist, who's the more magey type. And I actually ended up getting, like, this amazing weapon. And uh, <laughs> what happened is, is every time I got a critical strike on the enemy, it exploded into this AoE spell. So even though I was playing on hard, I was actually not doing too bad, because I'd be like, bam, and it would blow up everything around me, and I was happy. <laughs> so that... I, 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 I'm still sort of on the fence whether I'm going to play it on normal or hard. If I like need to get the review on ASAP, I'm just going to play it on normal. But easy is too easy for me. Okay, easy was like, bang, dead, bang, dead, bang, dead. Oh, easy was like I sneezed in the general direction of the enemy and it flopped over. Or, or your like, cat would just go over and kill it for you before or you my cat to would it. go over and like swat <laughs> like it with that. its tail. That's awesome. <laughs> just so I was like, yeah, this is a little too easy. But um, they did stress upon me that they have made hard and very hard harder than it was. Oh. So I guess there were some people. Who <laughs> have fun, Chris. Not terribly. Yeah, I had it on very hard, and it wasn't too bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't no, too bad. He'd only anyone. find a mass of mobs and then run back the whole map. Yeah, but I was not dying until the very end. I played for like an hour without dying or something. You only yeah, made I finally died because I wanted to see what would happen when I died. And I was actually really impressed because when you die, you get three options. Mm-hmm. You go back to town, you lose absolutely nothing. You can start back at the beginning of your current uh, floor, and that costs gold. Or you can just get up right then and there, and it costs you experience and fame. Yep. And so yeah, if you're just starting, you don't have any fame. Fantastic balance between you know the impatient and the the more like conservative gamer. So I was actually really really impressed by that. 
I was surprised that there were the three options because I thought about that and I'm like, if you actually just do the raise right here, in the end, you're going to hurt yourself. Because not only did you not get the XP back for going back to that point, but you also lost the XP for dying. Eventually, you're going to fall behind. So the impatient kind of get punished in the end. At at the same time, though, if you're like, oh, the boss is in the next room and I'm totally ready for it, I just screwed up on this stupid little trash. Right. Or I was standing next to something and shot it and it blew me up. Right. (laughs) It's like a stupid penalty. Oh, well, I'll just take the XP loss. (laughs) I may not have done that. (laughs) (laughs) Although the second time I walked away and I blew up the enemy and I got to squeal and uh, the art guy was laughing at me. Yeah. That was funny too. But I, I definitely want to give like major kudos for Runic. They were like still working on the gold, even though they had us in the office for a tour and a, a play and an interview. So thank you yeah, way so to multitask. much. <laughs> you were fantastic. Uh, props to Wonders for setting it up. Props to everybody who had took the time to talk to us, and definitely appreciated. Pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. I wish more companies cared as much as they did. Oh yeah, seriously. And in that case, thanks to Insomniac too. They treat they treated us like princes. I mean, they know how to, they love their fans. I mean, it's great. I love game companies. They, like uh, these game companies who understand their fans and who really respect press. And they just it's like the best thing you can do for your PR is just have people rave about you constantly. <laughs> yeah, Rudik's got that one down. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, right. that's that's definitely my pick of the week. Pretty sweet. Thank you very much. Michael Tidwell, do you have a pick for us this week? I'm going to have to stick with Magna Carta 2. Yeah? Oh, you can't do it's, a pick uh, again. You did. You were pimping that we, last we did, week. Yeah, but it's not lost its charm or anything. It's really, really... Uh, it's not going to be, you know, game of the year. But it is a solid game for something where people are completely ignoring it. So I really recommend going. And that sounds like a box quote to me. Not going to be game of the year, but you should buy it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not the five out of five OMG. Everything's awesome, but no, it, it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I did finally learn that I also can't skip cutscenes, which did bug me. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, but overall, it's great. You know, I, I wouldn't mind not being able to skip cutscenes as much as if I could at least pause them, say, enter the phone. You know. Nope. The mailman. There's no interaction with the cutscene at all. Yeah, oh, the good thing the is, for the most part, is um. <laughs> They're not very long, but I there was one like I I did a boss battle and then he killed me and I do the cutscene again and I was like I can't just skip this oh well I don't die that much. Mm. I can but, see yeah. that being frustrating. Yeah, I mean overall the because they also have the uh, there's the there's the cutscene where there's actually the video and the guy you know was doing the little thing, and then they have the uh, just the long dialogue. And you can just, you know, A through that or whatever. But it'd be nice if you could just skip the whole tree. Because mm-hmm. you're not making any choices. So you're not hurting yourself in any way by just saying, yeah, I've read this before. But, oh, I should finish that this weekend. And then I, too, will probably move on to Torchlight. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone's going to be playing Torchlight. So um, I think that's a show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was brisk. Yeah, that was nice. A nice clip. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, anybody who didn't get the joke, we've been um, copying MacBreak Weekly's format this week. 
So anybody who's an avid listener that if you're wondering why this feels vaguely familiar, that's why. Um, so anyway, um, we'll be back next week where I think we're going to rip off another show for a while just to see if we can find anything we like in any of the maybe shows. Cranky, maybe cranky geeks will just get very angry. <laughs> I was thinking drunken gamers, but um, it's drunken so early gamers. in the Saturday to get drunk, you know, but uh, we'll see. So we're moving to nighttime. Moving to nighttime, <laughs> and uh, we're getting out the. <laughs> Michael's the like, socks. I'm doing drunken gamers. That's what we're doing. Hell yeah, that's what I'm. I get my bottle of sake. And we're going. <laughs> sake, no, the cold yeah, I, drops. No, but I you're so prison. fun. You're so fun when you drink sake. Oh God! <laughs> I had a leader that one time. Leave me alone. Oh yeah. I don't why she took my sake away. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh, well. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Um, I guess RPG Cast Weekly is over, so um, get back to your games. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Break time is done. Yeah. Ah. (laughs)